I'm Gary, but the ladies call me 30G. Snoop Dogg. Bye to the motherfucking business. Yeah. You put the pedal to the metal when you get what you want. Wow, wow, wow. Four shizzle. Power at 100. studios this morning everybody loves when i'm here all of sirius rejoices when i'm in my studio my official homecoming um i'm it here it should be said live from Manhattan. Yay! live yay well uh, the internet is so bad here that i'm not even going to look at you up on the screen robin because uh your mouth is moving in a different oh. yeah it's a I'm lag. Out of sink. I'm out of sync. You're out of sync. You're out of the sink. <laughs> You're out of the sink and into the toilet. <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, you know I came into serious and I had that same familiar feeling like oh I'm probably going to get COVID today. I'm oh. still hung up on that because I'm around so few people. So I came up in the elevator. And one of the guys who works the elevator was wearing his mask. And I said, hey, I was surprised. I said, you're wearing the mask, huh? He goes, yep. I said, you ever have COVID? He goes, nope. That's why I don't wear it. I wear my mask. I said, oh, maybe I should be wearing my mask. But I'm trying to get over that fear. Uh, Gary, we had a meeting this morning. Gary coughed on me twice. I go, Gary, you're coughing on me. He goes, no, I'm not. He goes, no, I'm not. I go, dude. He goes, I coughed once. I go, no, you cough twice. Believe me. Do. You don't even know when you're coughing. Why cough at all? What do you? Oh, I cough once. He gets, I was playing a bit that I'm going to play for you this morning, and he gets excited about it. He goes, I don't know. With the clearing of the throat and the carrying on, uh, but he was right on top of me coughing. So if I get sick, it's Gary. And Gary had COVID four weeks ago, so he could still be carrying some of that COVID in him. He could be shedding COVID, yes. <laughs> He's shedding, I'm telling you. He looks like it. <laughs> I don't know. He, I go, Gary, please. Don't cough on me. I didn't cough. Why isn't he in a mask? Get, put everybody in a mask. Well, I'm trying not to. You know what? Fuck <clears throat> it. I, I've made the, the point that <clears throat> if I'm going to get COVID, I'm just going to get it. And I'm going to deal with it. That's it. I mean... uh I got to go to this event today. If I get COVID there, I'm going to be really pissed because I don't want to go. Well, now, if you get it there, you won't know if it was Gary or, or the event. It's Gary. I would, boop, I would lean in, in favor of the event. There are more people there. Gary Delabuki gave it to me. Delabuki. Buki. Dilo. Delio Buki. Gary Delabicio. Chris is convinced I'm going to get COVID at the speech today. It's a room full of people on top of me while I'm talking. And I'm sure someone's going to want to shake my hand and I'll forget and shake their hand and I'll get my co- the COVID all over my hand. Are you just staying backstage and then coming out to speak or are you sitting among? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going out and speaking. I don't even know who I'm speaking to. There's going to be a, I just saw a picture of the auditorium and I'm just going to go and speak to whoever's sitting there. I don't know who these people are. What is it, Chris? Can I, can I tell you why I'm concerned for you? Go ahead. So I know you're recently boosted, which is great, right? Yeah. But you've never had COVID. Right. So I know two guys. One's a doctor. One's a friend of mine. 
They both had never had COVID, but they got recently boosted, like 18 days out. Okay. They should be at the top of their powers, right? Yeah. They went to a conference, a, a, a medical mm-hmm. conference. The one guy, another guy went to a speaking engagement like you. Oh. They both got COVID. I think if you're going to get it, it's going to be today at this engagement, is my oh. prediction. Air. 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 The idea of the vaccine was never that you could not get COVID if you were vaccinated. Yeah, why don't people know that? No, it's true. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, but you Look, have, like, you must have Paxlovid on standby. I got it. I already got it. Paxlovid. I'm right. I'm, I He's take taking it, it now. Yeah. I'm taking it before the event. I wish you could. But, <laughs> I wish. but do take it because like I spoke yeah. to Wolfie the other day. He goes, oh, my doctor says uh, don't take it because uh, I might get a rebound. That's all bullshit. I talked to Dr. Agus about it. He said, absolutely do Paxlovid. I stick with that guy. He researches the fuck out of everything. I'm going with him. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I was yeah. telling, I was telling Chris earlier this morning, I go, Chris, here's a, here's a gay fact. So, um, after the Barbara Streisand interview, mm. there are certain people always contact me about interviews and if they particularly like them. My first four texts were all from gay men. Of course. Yes. My friends. Yes. It was a big gay event the other day. Yeah. Interviewing Barbara. One of my gay friends was texting me before. Where's Barbara? Where's Barbara? <laughs> Where's <laughs> <was> Barbara? Like, <laughs> I can't Hello, believe <laughs> that it's two hours and they're still talking. I got updates <laughs> throughout the whole thing. I love Barbara. Barbara was the best. You know, I... Came to after hearing her book, I came to such an appreciation for Barbara. Like, oh my God, the amount of success in that woman's career is just fucking staggering. So, it was a thrill for me to talk to somebody that successful. And uh, afterward, I did speak to. We spoke for over an hour afterward, and man, really? that was a, yeah, we had a great time. I thought she was tired of talking. <laughs> We, we, I believe that, uh, we're very close to, uh, being lovers at this point. <laughs> I was gonna say, you well, might what be gay. About <laughs> I'm gay. James Brolin. Well, you know, There's where's no, he gonna go now? He's gonna marry Beth and I'll be with Barbara. <laughs> it's a swap. <laughs> a wife swapping. Uh, yeah, but, uh, that was An quite a day. An hour after? Yeah, we had a good, I had to leave and go into the city for this event today. So I had to leave, uh-huh. but, uh, I was totally mesmerized. I think she's terrific. Right, well, good luck. Because, uh, yeah, hey. Thanks, bro. I hope I don't get COVID. But I am fucking exhausted. I don't know why. Well, I I pick and choose my places to wear a mask. I always wear them in medical facilities Mm. and in drugstores. Not so much the grocery store. Oh, why not the grocery store? Because I feel that there's wider open spaces you can get away (laughs) from Well, you got to be super careful with your immune system, but uh, I I guess I'm just, you know, I'm going back to regular life. So if I get it at the event today, but it'll be such a waste if I get COVID at the event, because you know me, when I get sick, I am not good. So I'll end up missing work and it'll be bad for serious. But they're so intent on me speaking they today. They will be creating that situation by dragging you out. Well, yeah, and I know, like, uh, Scott Greenstein will be there. He's going to want to shake my hand. And when I see uh, Jennifer Witz, I got to, you know, I don't know what's appropriate with her. Sometimes I think I think the last time I saw her, we hugged. Where was I the other day and somebody stuck out their fist? That was probably me. 
I wasn't with you the other day. <laughs> no. Well, you know what it is. Um, I'm trying to think. Jennifer Witz is our CEO. And I know it was, it was like a direct ask from her because I remember saying to my agent, I go, Hey, Don, you got to get me out of this thing. Jennifer Witz and Scott want me to appear at some fucking thing that I don't, I think it's for the press or something. I don't know for investors. And, uh, Don checked into it and he goes, I don't see how you can say no. And I went, Oh no, I'm doomed. <laughs> when Don says, he, I don't know yeah, how you can say he no. He usually gets you out of everything. I know. And I was like, I guess I really have to go because if Don can't get me out of this and he's good at getting me out of shit. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, he's because I don't have, you know, I don't have any backbone. I'm like, if anybody asks me to do anything, go, Oh yes, I absolutely will do it. And then Don has to call them and go, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Howard, uh, Howard's <laughs> not going to that. But this time Don was like, well, I think you got to go. you couldn't even go with the video? Like you'll make a video? Yeah, it was lame. So, uh, you know, I said to Don, look, I do, I really do like the people at SiriusXM, so I'll do it. I just hope it's not some bullshit thing that doesn't make a difference. Because everything I'm hearing about it is like it's, you know. I don't know what, I guess they just don't know what I'm doing. And what, what, what. Wait a second. Just, wait a second. Somebody Whoa, my screen. Listen to me. There's going to be a Who? lot of investors oh. there. It's your boss here. You Who hear is me? this? Oh, oh, hey, Jennifer. Who is this? Jennifer Wits, goddammit. I don't care if you get Ebola, motherfucker. Your ass is going. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. What I'm sitting here thinking about is, like when I see upper management at Sirius, like Scott Greenstein. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Keep it. Yeah, go ahead. What? I, I like, I'll like either, you know, shake his hand or fist bump. I'm going to fist bump him. But like when you're a woman, so like, I don't know. And you know, I don't you're know what. Give me a fucking hug and a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen to me, sir. And if you don't show up, you're going to catch a bad case of your fucking fired <laughs> okay thank you you can fist bump a woman what are you talking about you're a woman i have to treat you differently where did where what i saw jennifer at the at the um ed sheeran concert that sirius mm -hmm. xm threw over the summer i hadn't seen her in years and so i was like hmm what do i do here i want to show her that uh, i'm on the team and, uh, I guess I'll, I think we hugged, which is weird. Well, it looks like you let her make the decision instead of stick. You got to stick that fist right out there, Howard. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe I just, maybe we didn't hug. Maybe I just like kind of was like, Hey, Hey, how you doing? And she's like, Hey, how you doing? And I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Cause we don't know each other <laughs> that well where we hug, but. Well, if you can't even remember what happened, how can you be helped? <laughs> I mean, I want to hug her very badly, but very <laughs> attractive, attractive woman. woman. Yeah, yeah, she is an attractive woman. And she's in good shape. So I, I'll move in for a hug. Anyway, well, I've been told at the you event. Hug, yeah. You turn your face away. Well, I've been told at the event. After when I make my speech, I'll be introduced I'll go up and talk. I don't even know what I'm, I'm going to talk for fucking two minutes. It's not a big deal, but uh, it's just the idea that I'm there. And then, um, 
And then I think Jennifer is going to enter from an opposite side of the stage when I'm walking off. So there's no awkwardness where like we, we would stand there and do what? Hug? <laughs> oh. What? I've been handed a note. At Ed Sheeran, Howard and Jennifer did not hug. They were on opposite sides of a little fence. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a fence constructed for us. Could so you that... have a fence with you <laughs> yeah. today? I said, I'll go to the Ed Sheeran thing, but please have a fence between me and everyone. <laughs> yeah, that, I do remember the little fence, which was good. Because, you know, in the old days, you'd see everyone around here. But, you know, I very rarely see Jennifer, so... I guess it would be. Why can't we be like the Japanese and just bow to one another? You I can, love that. But you won't do it. You're waiting for somebody else to start the trend. Well, I start. <laughs> well, you know what happens? A lot of people trick me. I would bow to them and then they wouldn't bow and they go, ha ha, you just bowed to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, evidently this event is very important to serious that I last night. I was in so much fucking traffic. I did the, the Barbra Streisand thing we did. We got off the air like 2.30. I quickly wolfed down something to eat, right? Yeah. I, I go and I uh, take a little schnappy. And then I spoke to Barbara again for like an hour. And then I was like, oh, shit, I got to pack up my stuff. And, you know, I got to I need an outfit and everything for today. And I was like, I got in the car 4.30. I didn't, I didn't get into Manhattan until 8.30 at well, night or something. I tried to tell you that. If you leave at a certain hour. I didn't you care. You are in the, in the heat. Yeah, but then don't complain about it. You uh, knew what you were getting into. Oh, uh, come on. You know, you're such a hard ass. Uh, you know, uh, well, what, what are you, oh, uh, you know what you're getting into. I didn't want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I felt for you. I said, first of all, you had to be exhausted after the interview. I was. I was beat. So it was like, yeah. uh, I don't want to go into the city. But I'm doing the event today. And again, like I said, it's Sirius XM wants me to do it. I'm going to do it. What am I going to do? I can't be a shithead all the time. Some of the time I could be a shithead. Hey, let's get off this topic. I got a million things to talk about. Because I got to end the show somewhat early today. Because of the event. <laughs> Which is even early. You know, th yeah. that's right after the show. Yeah, and then I've already stated I need to eat something because <laughs> I'm very routined. And then I need to meditate. I mean, sleep back in my office. So, I'm all crabby. I'm so crabby. I hate speaking in front of people. I could sit here with you all day and talk. Don't put me in front of people. Don't put me there, please. The worst thing you can ask me to do is stand in front of people and talk to them. That's why I went into radio. I used to, even at my worst days in radio, I'd be in a booth by myself, a little room with a bunch of records. No people. No people. I just do a show. And I loved it. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? You're going to go speak. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. They, that's what they want. <laughs> but they'll be hell to pay. <laughs> hey, uh, Sarah, what up? Colorado. Hi, Howard. Uh, good morning. I, I, I cannot get over this interview. In fact, I 
I re-listened to almost all of it almost immediately as soon as the replay was on. I just wanted to say, did you get that vibe that you have with Rob and Barbara's outlook on life and the way she talked to you about, you know, how you should look at the events of your past? It was so much the way Robin talks to you. Hi, Robin. That was my favorite part of talking to Barbara Streisand. Me, the two of us arguing and convinced that uh, we have the wrong therapist, that, that I'm convinced her therapist is wrong for her and she's you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I liked it. I just think yeah. that she's might be a soulmate for you. I mean, Robin's your soulmate. I think Barbara might be your soulmate. Well, you know, back in the day, I probably, uh, I could have been Mr. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> could and, you have ever come up with that line, though? I don't want to go to sleep because I'll miss you. Hell no. The, the line that Beth usually hears right before we fall asleep is, my, my balls are itchy. <laughs> Go write a song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got to say, James Brolin, wow, he, he, he ruined it for all of us. Honey, I don't want to go to sleep because I'm afraid I'll miss you. Now, that's love. I mean, that, that is amazing. All right, Sarah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I said to myself all day yesterday, where could he have found that line? <laughs> you don't trust him. <laughs> Daryl, uh, you're on the air in New York. Hi, Howard. First time, long time. I love your show. Thank you, bro. I think just wanted to know if you've seen the new Jennifer Lawrence movie on Netflix, No Hard Feelings. Absolutely, I did. I, I, I knew it in that one scene. She's good. First of all, Jennifer Lawrence is super hot. That's number one. I'm going to make that statement. Number two. So I hear that Jennifer Lawrence is like, like not just a fleeting nude scene. I hear she's on Netflix in this new rom-com where she's completely new. I mean, naked, vagina, titty, ass. Who titties. informs you of this? Uh, I think JD wrote me about it. And, uh, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> he's in charge of that. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, as soon as I hear this, this is what a fucking shithead I am. I'm sitting at home by myself. I go, you know, I got a subscription to Mr. Skin. Fuck going on Netflix. <laughs> I go right on Mr. Skin, you know, and I'm such a creep. I even have my password memorized because, uh, oh my goodness. yeah, I'm on there quite a bit. When I hear about a nude scene. So I go on Mr. Skin and holy fuck, not only does he have the nude scene up there, but then they slow-mo it so you don't miss anything. And I mean, it is a really weird nude scene. Like, you know how in yeah. nude scenes, you, you, like you can't see everything and sometimes it's a little... Uh, this. She comes out of the water and gets into a fight with three kids on the beach. She starts kicking yeah, their ass, like doing full-on kind of karate moves. and Naked? Naked. And it's like weird because it's not like a sexy nude scene. But her titties are flapjacking in the wind. Don't I mean she's got no inhibition. I go, man, this is a brave woman. Like she's not even like she's in all kind of weird positions beating these three kids up. Titties. She probably thought to herself, nobody could sexualize this. She doesn't know a man's brain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh it's really creepy watching it in slow-mo. Well, I don't think it was a really good movie, but I watched. So then 
I said to my wife, we got to watch Jennifer Lawrence's new movie. And the movie's about um, this kid who's a real dweeb. I mean, like a big, biggest douchebag kid, like just complete nerd. Uh, his parents, his parents hired Jennifer Lawrence to fuck him. Oh. You know, like to like hang with him and pretend to be, give him the girlfriend experience to build his right. confidence. And the movie's okay. You know, it's, it's not her best work, but I watched the whole fucking thing because I, you know, because of the nude scene and I don't know. She's just, she's just fucking hot. Right? Right, Daryl? Uh, she, I thought she's, she is a beautiful person anyway, but I thought this was a good movie. And uh, maybe you're right. Maybe it wasn't like her best one, but I still thought it was pretty good. I was, my wife and I were kind of like, I'm surprised she agreed to do that movie. And I said to my wife, you know what it is for actors now? There's like not a lot of movies anymore. Like the movie business is and, and there's not a lot of money in movies. They're no. not going to even make the same amount of movies they used to make in a year anymore. No, no you're right. But uh, that's one hell of a nude scene. And Mr. Skin, I think, saying like, you know, you notice how Jennifer Lawrence had Bush in that scene on the beach. Yeah. Yep. Who's interrupting us, Daryl? Who is that? Who's that? Oh, it's my son. Sorry. <laughs> How old is that kid? I'm He's trying to talk Bush school. here. <laughs> Sorry. I think He's he was talking Bush. <laughs> How How old is he? No. He's seven. He's he's getting ready for school, and he's watching something on YouTube and singing to the music to it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you and I are trying to talk about Jennifer Lawrence's Bush, and we got a seven-year-old in the room. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to talk about it, but... I thought he said, yeah, she had Bush. No. <laughs> so, Mr. No, no, listen no, to this, Daryl. Forget that no. kid. Listen to me. This, uh, Mr. Skin... Knock me on my fucking face! So, Howard, Wait I got, a minute, that's I no seven-year-old. Wait a second, that kid's <laughs> no, seven and he's saying fuck? <laughs> no, that's his mother, sorry. Oh, all right, we all can't... Right, I love talking to you, I've got to get ready for go, to go to work. So all right, later, bro. Going. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Trying to talk fucking Jennifer Lawrence nude scene with this guy, and he got a wife and kid in the room <laughs> with him. <laughs> Somebody I heard say, yeah, she had a bush. Because I was like, wait a minute, who is that? Anyway, I go on Mr. Skin, and this threw me for a loop. Because underneath every clip, he always tells you whether there's a lot of nudity. And under the Jennifer Lawrence clip, it says, shows her breasts, shows her butt, Merkin, and underwear in her nude scene in No Hard Feelings. And I go, Merkin? How does he know it's a Merkin? This guy's a genius, this Mr. Skin. You know, you've met him. You, You know how bright he is. Uh, with that Chicago accent. He's a perv's perv. I know that. He's the perviest. I mean, you want to talk. Yeah, but I wish we, I was talking to him. But he claims she's wearing a pubic wig in that scene. And you know now what? I got to go look to see what he's talking about. I told you. The dude's got a PhD in pussy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Mr. Skin, the Prince of Pervs. I said, you should put Prince of Pervs on your fucking... Uh, that's what the, the website should be called. That Mr. business, Skin. his business keeps thriving. It's unbelievable. This was a dude. You know what they call that business? Recession proof. Yeah. This was a dude who was like literally hanging out in his mom's basement and he was way too old to be living in his mom's house. And he started just looking at all the good parts of movies, you know, meaning the nudity. He puts it up on a website and all us dudes are paying for this shit. 
Well, I think it was because, you know, like at a party, that was his thing to tell everybody where the best few seconds of a movie. Yeah, that's his was. thing. That was his yeah. talent. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at slow mowing nude scenes and <laughs> evaluating them. And he could tell you the exact time stamp. Yeah. And that became a business because his friends all loved it. Normally, you'd say, what a loser, but the guy's a winner. <laughs> the guy's like a millionaire from this. Multi, I'm sure, by now. And he's created a lot of good words, too, like fur burgerage and boobage and... Side, what is the side? Side lippage. <laughs> Slippage. Slippage. <laughs> I actually looked up Barbara Streisand. She has a two-star rating on Mr. Skin because she's not that naked. I mean, she'll she'll kind of show a little bit of cleavage, and mm -hmm. but she's too classy for Mr. Skin. But when she wore that outfit you were talking about yeah. to the Oscars that year, that was about as nude as she would ever get. She had a great body. Oy vey. Well, everybody was shocked. I remember the kind of shock everybody was talking about it the next day. And they were like, can you imagine she was naked? Yeah. Teddy. <laughs> hey, Troy in North Carolina, what's up? Hey, Howard. Thank you. Hey, man, you are the best. You're like a magnet just pulling stuff out of people. I loved your metallic interview yesterday, the same. And I tell you, I'm a trucker. I'm on the road. There's a lot of nut jobs out here on the road. And uh, I love listening to you. you. You calm me down, make me laugh. And uh, me, you, and Barbara, we all got something in common with our mothers. And I think that's what intrigues me. And I've had issues. God knows I'm not an angel. Uh, I've had issues like James. And uh, I just love your interviews, man. You are a piece of work listening to in this big truck I got to drive down the road. Hey, Troy, you know, you sound exactly like what I would, if I was doing an impression of a trucker, you sound exactly that way. You are a real man's man. And yet what you're saying is when you listen to Barbara Streisand, you had a soft spot in your heart because when she started talking about her mom, you teared up, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. And same with James when you were interviewing Metallica. I mean, that was outstanding, too. And, uh. You know, they used to call me Randy Bunch of Man Savage while I had long hair. I used to be an arm worker. I worked in New York City, and I got a pension coming, but I'm too young. So I used my GI Bill to go get my CDL, and here's what I'm doing now. Dude, you are so fucking masculine. Even your voice, man. You're the type. I bet you could kick some major ass. I used to kick a lot of ass. I'm going to be 54 here soon, but uh, I could still handle myself. Jesus. You I, was on the, I was on the Discovery Channel, Howard, uh, three times, and one of them was rebuilding Ground Zero. You can Google me, Troy Strimming, and uh, it was quite an honor because I've served my country. I built it back, and I actually was on the Goldman Sachs building over it in Jersey City the day that the planes hit. We've seen it all. Boy, this is the kind of man I wish I could be. Jesus Christ, I'm like a woman next to you. I feel like I have a vagina right now. You're not a woman, man. You, you got a beautiful wife dude you you, oh, yeah. man. you give yourself credit for it because jesus what a woman <laughs> i bet I you're i you. bet your I cock you. i bet your <laughs> cock and balls are the size of like a bowling ball and a big cucumber right yeah yeah you gotta have big balls to walk up on that steel i tell you that much do you oh you're one of those guys who walks on those rivets uh, or those yes ma'am hi robin I, i'm a big hi. fan of yours too and you are sexy bald because i am a bald dude with a big goatee 
I feel like offering you Robin uh, sexually. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I mean, I you would s- take it. I yeah. would take that hall pass. <laughs> so you're a trucker now, but you used to climb up on those buildings and stuff? Yes, sir. God. Yes, sir. And you were in the military? Yes, sir. I was in the Army. It was nothing, you know, compared to Kuwait. Um, I was in Kuwait back in 89. And it was nothing compared to these poor guys that were over in Iraq and Afghanistan that are coming back, you know, with blowed off limbs and shit. We had it easy, to be honest with you. The worst part was they burned the oil. If you remember, they burned the oil and people couldn't grow hair. And, you know, it happened to be with my head at about 40 years old. But I give my uh, ponytail up blocks of love is 18 inches long. You know what, dude? 40. You and I are a lot alike, man. I'm going to a big meeting today without a mask. And uh, <laughs> I was I was here that I was here that you, yeah. you ain't got that. You know what, Howard? I, I believe this. Uh, I'm not going to get into politics. It's too much bullshit nowadays. But uh, I believe this. You can't kill what won't die. Right. Right. And, That's what I said. And I had another one, too, when COVID first come out. If you drink enough fucking moonshine, that shit can't live in you anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> Me, too, man. That's what I do. I don't even drink. I never go to a liquor store and buy alcohol. I actually make my own. There you go. There you go. There you go. I love your stories yesterday, too, about your mom couldn't find your weed. My mom was like that, too. She always found my shit. (laughs) What about, uh, I bet you killed a lot of dudes when you were in the service, didn't you? No, no. I didn't get that opportunity. I was basically, I was an MP, military police, but I wasn't one of those pretty guys that waved people in. We sorted each other, sorted them out, you know, like civilians. And military, and you, you know, first the war, or whatever. But it was nothing. That war was nothing there. A man like you didn't get to kill anyone. No, I'm so I, I sorry. Like kill, I, I'm, I'm like Uncle Ted Nugent. I, uh, I kill a lot of deer. Moved down to Virginia, and I want to kill a bear now. Oh, oh dear. I, I got I don't get that. <laughs> what do you mean, hey Howard? Howard, it's uh, It's like Ted says, man. It's nutrition. And it's you. You're going to eat the bear? He ain't eating that bear. You're oh, not going to eat that. Oh, hell yeah, man. Makes a good meatloaf. It oh, really? Really? Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm eating bear meatloaf. Oh, yeah? Hey, let me tell you something. Last time I killed a bear, I didn't even bother cooking it. I just ate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool as shit, Howard. I wish I was cool as you, man. Hell yeah, man. When I was in school, I was the coolest. Everyone wanted to hang with me. You would have. Lo- you never would have beaten me up. Uh, I think a lot of, I, hey, listen, seriously, this is what I think. I think a lot of shit you say ain't real. Right. I think, I think, I think you're cooler and you're, you're yep. six bigger and all that shit. Let I'm me tell you, better. that's all an act. I never was beaten up in high school. No way. <laughs> I kick a motherfucker's ass. Nobody got that's away it. with shit around me. That's right. That's right. What I'm talking about. Yeah, you I'm and I would have been great I'm friends. I played with Keats, <laughs> Daddy Damn right. I love your voice, Troy. All right, pal. Thanks a lot. I love your show. Bye, Robin. Bye-bye. And by the way, Troy, I got a 10-inch cock. All that bullshit about having no dick. <laughs> it's all bullshit. That a boy. All right. That a boy. Later. Take care. Thank you. See, I love uh, I love that this guy loved Barbara Streisand. You see, that's what's the beauty of the show. Troy's listening to Barbara Streisand and weeping in his truck. Yeah. You know, by the way, let's clear this up once and for all, because Robin knows the truth. And very, and even Fred doesn't know this. This whole loser, Howard Stern, it, it's a character I play. You made it up. I made, made it, up. it I'm, up. I'm much like Troy. I eat bear meat. 
I've killed motherfuckers in the war. Yeah, Vietnam, that's all true. You know, when I was in Nam, I, I killed a ton. I oh, shit. And I have abs and I have huge balls. In fact, here, I, I just want to inform you of what my real voice is. This, this wimpy voice I put on is uh, all bullshit here. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> this is the way I really talk off the air. Robin knows this and Fred knows it to some extent. I can't believe you're, you're letting everybody know. My cock and balls are so thick. Robin used to get distracted when I'd walk in a room. Now, here's the truth. I banged over 13,000 women by the time I was 15. <laughs> here's another truth, and I'm not fucking with you. I can fuck for 45 minutes straight. You know what I did? You know what I did this weekend? What? I watched football. <laughs> you are a man. I watched football while I worked on my car. <laughs> I didn't paint. The douchebag on the radio paints. And, you don't even know. You can't see colors. <laughs> the truth is I've never seen The Bachelor. <laughs> or Bachelor in Paradise or Beverly Hills Housewives. Somebody gives you notes? Yes. Cliff notes. This guy Cliff, actually, ironically, his name is Cliff. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know how Robin and I met? I needed someone to wheelbarrow my balls into the studio every morning, and she was willing, because she had a nursing degree. <laughs> so that man is sick. I'll, I'll help him. You know what else? I watch sports, and I understand all of it. All, all of it. the sports? Yeah. All the sports. All wow. sports. Even hockey, but not pickleball. <laughs> and you bet? Are you a gambler? Of course I have a gambling problem. <laughs> and I never wear a mask. You know what I say? What? Moonshine will fix it. <laughs> I wish I was a real man. I would oh, love to be like goodness. that guy, Troy. What a fucking man. Yeah, I served in the military. Yeah, I used to climb up on a World Trade Center. I've walked the steel, yeah. Yeah. On the high, uh, on those high rise buildings. Right. I was an iron worker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, n I never throw away half of my spaghetti, so I'll stay skinny. <laughs> so I fit you into my say, jeans. You don't say sauce on side? No. Only a pussy would say at the Chinese restaurant, sauce on side. <laughs> By the way, what kind of man would watch Kissing Booth 1, 2, and 3? And 3. Yeah. But one thing I really do is go on Mr. Skin and look at Jennifer Lawrence's Merkin. <laughs> Can you believe Mr. Skin knows that Jennifer Lawrence has a Merkin? I don't know how he called that. I got to take a look. Uh, Allison in Colorado. Hi. Hi. Is this? Hi. Wait, I gotta go. Hey now. Hey now. Hi. Hi, Robin. Hello. You look beautiful. I All right, I gotta go, Allison. I mean, oh, I gotta sorry, show. Sorry. Yeah. I was gonna tell you something. On my way to work last night, I'm in the medical field and it's trauma. It's bad. <laughs> like I have no really emotion. I love Barbara Streisand. In your freaking interview, I was crying. I haven't cried in I don't know how long. It was crazy. Thank you. What got you? The, the stuff with her mom? That got me. Oh, that kind of started me off. But it was the whole, I mean, I've seen Aerosmith like three times. Uh -huh. 
I didn't know what that song was about. It was crazy um, story, huh? I mean, um, James Brolin, lay, James Brolin laying in bed with Barbara Streisand and says, honey, I, I don't want to go to sleep. She goes, why? I don't want to miss a thing. I don't, I don't I'll miss you. Diane Warren. Here's Barbara Walters interview with Barbara Streisand. And, uh, Diane Warren says, Hey, I'm going to write a song about that. She runs to the piano and then boom. Like if that story, here's the thing with Barbara Streisand, why I, her life makes me mental. Like it makes me crazy. Like if that yeah. happened, if I was being interviewed somewhere and I said, you know, I said to my wife, blah, blah, blah. And then Diane Warren wrote a song about it. That would be the major thrust of this show. Every day, somehow, I'd work it into the show. You know that song? That's yeah. about me. You know that hit song by Aerosmith? That, that was me talking to my wife. But in her world, it, it's like, oh, yeah, that did happen. I do remember. Another thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband said that to me. Can you? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy. And like, I think I have a like romantic boyfriend and he kind of comes up with some decent lines. But I'm like, who in the fuck yeah. can think of that? I mean, it must have been like true love, right? I don't know. She's got a very seductive way about her because I told you I called to I thank her. I called to thank her for the interview, and we got wrapped up talking for an hour yesterday. I had to leave for Manhattan. If I didn't, I, I think I would have ended up, uh, you know, on the phone. You still 20. on the phone? With still her? on the phone, but Robin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, gotta, I mean, very, very, very fascinating to me. But uh, I told well, you that. I mean, that, and I had a feeling. You gave me a feeling like you were gonna talk to her after the show. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know I would, but I mean, the other thing was like, like it was a throwaway that Bob Dylan was so taken with Barbara Streisand that he wrote Lay Lady Lay. Lay Lady Lay. Yeah, that's right. That was in there, too. Yeah. And I'm I'm just like, well, well, if any rock star wrote a song for me, that would be like the first part of the book. Bob Dylan wrote Lay Lady Lay. Who knew that? I didn't even know that. And now she she didn't used to like the music, but she does now. Yeah, I you get know, that. She, she grew that up too. It's like, don't, yeah. Don't forget, she grew up like classical, right? Like classically trained, pretty much, except for her voice coach. No, really, more of a like she was Broadway, more into Broadway and yeah, yeah, the classics. You know, those that a great American songbook kind of thing. I didn't get to talk to her about a lot of stuff. I wanted to talk to because I told you the book is you know, nine hundred pages, but. Prince, you know, Prince, the music guy, Prince was speechless. Yeah, I know Prince. He, the, the story in the book is he was, he was speechless when he met Barbara. And the weird thing was he had a Star is Born poster hanging in his bedroom and idolized her. Like, you know, you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't know, like Prince, like the ultimate cool guy. Oh my God. Yeah. But I'm telling you the way she sings her voice, you know, and you uncovered that yesterday when she talked about, you know, you talked about the early singing and she would make up a story and then she'd act it out while she was singing. And it was like, that's why you get so taken by her rendition of songs. Absolutely. All right, Allison, I I got to go. I know. Okay. Thanks for taking my call. You guys have a good rest of your week. Bye. Colorado, 
Allison, I saw uh, politically, I didn't have much time to watch the news. I told you I don't watch the news much anymore because I, I, fucking, I fucking hate the news. But uh, I saw that, uh, you know, women are finally rising up and demanding their abortion rights. You know, over in uh, Ohio, they Ohio, le- the Ohio yeah. they legalized abortion and weed. Thank God on weed because it's ridiculous that it should be illegal. And thank God on abortion. I mean, uh, that's it. Don't put up with the bullshit. I mean, if you can do something, you can vote. Imagine you can't get an abortion. There was some story. I think Gary was telling me there was a woman who had cancer. And in order to get chemo, they, they have to give her an abortion. But these kooks, they won't let her get an abortion. Some kind of, you know, all these wacky stories now. And Yeah, all of a sudden, people you don't even know are in your life making personal decisions. Yeah, and, and by the way, if you're against abortion, don't get an abortion. That's cool, too. Have that baby. You do your thing. Or, you know, whatever. Nobody, just leave it up to the woman. And I love how the woman is abandoned, no matter how she got pregnant. You know, it could yeah. have been the worst rape or, or whatever in the world. Have that baby and then all of them go away. They, we just got that baby here. So crazy in this country. I'm reading another article this morning in a reputable source called the New York Times. I'm one of those people oh, that believes you're so it. so woke. Yeah, I know, that's woke. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I'm reading the New York Times. Your reading is woke. <laughs> syphilis is out of control in this country, and pregnant women aren't getting checked for syphilis because they ain't going to the doctor when they're pregnant. This is the kind of kookiness going on in our country right now. We had eradicated pretty much syphilis. It was done. These fuckers, they you know, they don't go to doctors. They don't want... It's a mess. So when you're pregnant and you got syphilis, your baby can be born blind. All kind of shit goes wrong with the baby. It fucks their brain up. Everything. Syphilis. Syphilis was gone. But, you know, we don't like no vaccine. We don't like no... Bring, 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 bring. Oh, just go fucking... Doctor? What's a doctor? Doctor, they're out to get us. Be careful. Don't you go to that doctor. I know somebody who once went to a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and they heard him. <laughs> Dentist. <laughs> There's, the article says 90% of the syphilis cases could have been prevented with testing and treatment. We don't want no testing and treatment over I here. Got no, I don't feel no syphilis. With them Jew doctors are going to get us. They're trying to microchip me. (laughs) Doctors are about as bad as them dentists. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're professionals. Uh, Yeah, we got the syphilis, but I went over to the pond and got some leeches, and we took care of that there syphilis real quick. Granny right. mixed up uh, some potion, and I drank it, and the syphilis went away. What you mean Trump's up on uh, charges for fraud? Oh, he was convicted of fraud? Oh, shit, that don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is he still on the ballot? Uh, I'll go for it. Well, anyway, I was glad to see it. Hey, Justin, you live in Ohio, huh? Yeah. 
I never thought in my whole lifetime I'd ever see uh, marijuana and abortion pass in Ohio. Never thought, because we're so conservative in Ohio outside the, the major cities. Um, I don't even understand what conservative means anymore. I used to think I was a conservative, but no way, man. Not with, it, not with that Supreme forward, not with that Supreme Court we have now. Motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, wild. Yeah, we, no abortion. Right. Gays well. can't get married. They want they're talking about. I mean, who cares about shit like that? Exactly. They got my own problems. And, and I've been, Howard, I've been in law enforcement for 20 years, and a lot of what we dealt with coming up was marijuana yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, oh, yeah. you know, I, I voted for it. I was like, there is no reason why alcohol can be legal and marijuana can be illegal. Yeah, and why why am I going to take a fine police officer like you and waste your day busting some kid, you know? Right. Yeah, who just wants to smoke a little pot in his, in his bedroom. Smoke away. Right. Who cares? All right, Justin, thanks. Exactly. Quit, quit, quit. Are you got any flat Ronnie's you can give me? Flat Ronnie? We got any of those, yeah. Gary? You got a flat Ronnie? Let's send Justin a flat Ronnie. Thanks, Howard. Right, hold on. Yeah. Let me. I don't know that we have any, but if we do, hold on. That's a big. That's a big item. That flat Ronnie. I'd like to see a picture of the police car with Justin next to Flat Ronnie. Uh, flat Ronnie sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, I, Gary. I support the police. Do me a favor. If you don't have a flat Ronnie, send them the real Ronnie. Just send them the actual Ronnie. He's not doing anything. He's standing there in Vegas picking his hole. Ronnie would like to be in that police. Car. Oh, Ronnie would give his left nut to be a police officer. Okay, just got confirmation. We have one. Okay, good. Give it to Justin. He will get one. Thank you. Son of a gun. Yeah, send him real Ronnie. Oh, fuck. I got so much to get to here, and I should get to it. I tell you, I'm reading this article, too. Another article I'm reading. Sitting down all day is killing us. You've read these articles, too, but uh, opinion. Sitting down all day is killing us. The cure is surprisingly simple and difficult. And it is because what they're saying is, Every half hour, get up and walk for five minutes. And I got to tell you, just doing this job, uh, what am I going to fucking get? I, I've been on yeah, the air now for two hours. Where's where's your walk? You need, you're down two at least. Uh, three or four. I've been sitting <laughs> in this chair since six in the morning in the meeting. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, it says here, uh, after setting out to pinpoint the minimum amount of move, movement needed to... Uh, this is such a long article, but basically saying you should get up and move around. Take movement breaks, and it will improve your mental health. I'm all for it. I just don't know how I could do it. When I'm sitting on the air or... I don't know. Yeah, and I sit to do the rest of, you know, my stuff. Making phone calls, checking the internet. You're not walking around while you do that. Most people who work say... Fit, how can I how can I get up from my job and, and and take a walk for five minutes? Move around. But they say even walk it around your desk. I mean, yeah, it looks stupid, but go ahead. And do it. Well, they're saying, you know, a lot of people are getting these standing desks where you can stand up. They yeah, say, but that was a craze a while ago. And then people get tired of it. No, no what they're saying is just standing isn't enough. You got to walk around. You see, so the standing. But desk, some people are putting treadmills or little bicycle wheels under their desks so they can move their legs. Is that enough? 
Listen. I don't think so because you're not supporting your entire body weight. I'm a cool guy. I can't be on a treadmill while I'm uh, <laughs> sitting. <laughs> I can't do it. A lot of you know. You heard me with Troy. He, he, you know, we're real men. You're the coolest guy. Yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit. I never walk every five minutes. You know, I don't do five minute walks. Fuck that. You know, I don't. Just, you know, but I did hear. I did hear Doctor Troy say that. uh Comfort is killing us. No, I've, I've never been comfortable, honestly. <laughs> That's why I'm alive. Anyway, uh, yeah, what it is is that uh, we're not using our bodies enough. But uh, what am I going to tell you? I got no time for that. Um, so I got a bunch of things here. What do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear the gathering of the jugglers? You want to hear a phony phone call? This is um, this is pretty good. I think you need a laugh, Robin. I'm looking at you. Okay. I think you need a laugh. Yeah, I think it's time. I I need a laugh break for right. walking for five minutes. <laughs> I love phony phone calls. By the way, um, I didn't get to talk to Barbara Streisand about this, but in her book I learned when she was a kid, she used to um, pretend to be a game show host. I did the exact same thing. Wow. Um, she would call up and make phony phone calls and offer people prizes for playing the game. And damn, I did the same thing. I would call. Did up, she have a lot of friends as as a kid? No, or, no, no. Okay. I did the same thing. I would call up. I was living in Roosevelt, and I had a big wall and sack tape recorder. I call up uh, old ladies or whoever the hell answered the phone. But I remember one time I go, "Hi, my name is uh, Jean Rayburn from the Match Game." Meanwhile, it wasn't even the Match Game I was doing, but she was like, "Oh." wonderful i'm so excited and i go fill in the blank and you will win i forget what the prize was i think i was giving her a car dirt can hide from intensified she goes what fill in the blank dirt can hide meanwhile i'm not even i, I don't even have pubes and i'm like hey dirt can't hide <laughs> it, it's ridiculous that she thinks i'm gene rayburn Go, hey, dirt can't hide from intensified fill in the blank. She'll go, tied? That's right. You want a car. And she would get so excited. I was so excited giving away cars and all this other stuff. I, you know, I feel bad now because the woman's probably still waiting for her car. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, I got two phony phone calls here because I love phony phone calls. One is me calling a party clown. And the other one is Dice uh, calling up a conservative show complaining about how we don't have free speech. Oh, boy. That's a hard uh, choice to make. Maybe I'll play you both. Well, first why of all. Not? Okay, why not? Yeah, well, who, there's no rules. Fuck you, rules. <laughs> Fuck the rules. Two phony phone calls. Two for Tuesday, and it's Wednesday. All right, first Dice. Our Dice impersonator called a conservative show. Because he's upset. Wants free speech. Says there's no more free speech. And the conservatives love free speech. They're like, yeah, man, we need free speech. Except when it goes off the rails when Dice starts using free speech for shit that they don't agree with. (laughs) Then they're not for free speech. So here it is. All right, press number one. Here we go, private caller. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to say that we no longer have freedom of speech. Yeah, we don't have it. 
You're damn right we don't have it. And it's tough on me because I happen to be a comedian. And due to this cancel culture bullshit, we can't say nothing no more. You're absolutely right. I'll give you this 100%. I stand right behind you. You listen to everybody that's a comedian. If you say something bad about a fucking Somalian or a, a, a uh. Mexican or someone from wherever, you can't make any jokes on their line either because you're, you're deemed out of line. Exactly. You guys get it. You know, you're all about free speech, and I love it. Just one more real quick. You know that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is considered racist now? They will not play it on national TV? Jesus. What's wrong with a racist reindeer? He avoids the ghettos. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> oh that was the funniest goddamn thing ever. You're a great crowd. Nothing's off limits. And here's another one that I can only do on this show. You ready? Go ahead. You got time. Go ahead. So you know what bothers me about transgenders? What bothers you? Well, it's like every time I suckle for chick with a dick, her balls get in the way. Oh! Oh. Uh. How many laughs will that get? Zero! What? Uh, I don't go that way. I'm straight. You know, uh, you know, I definitely believe people who are at odds with healthy body parts and they need to be mutilated and altered have to be mentally ill. Oh, so you laugh at a racist reindeer, but, but you're offended over a broad with balls. I'm simply acknowledging and recognizing that it is a mental illness. All right, all right, all right. Come on, don't get your panties in the bunch. You're going to love this one. Go ahead. Did you hear the one about my girlfriend's baby? No. Neither did I. Because when I filled her with my gravy, she aborted that baby oh unbelievable you're a piece of shit oh now i'm a piece of shit it's a woman's right to choose that, am i right that's murder murder mm -hmm. oh i gotta say i didn't know i was talking to a bunch of woke fucking snowflakes over here and i will also say you gotta be out your motherfucking mind well, you sound like a hypocrite. Understand this. I'm not woke. You're the hypocrite because you look at it like I have to accept that. But, hey, like you said, right? It's all about freedom of speech. Whatever. So here's a nice joke for you. Jack and Jill went up the hill to change their private parts. Now Jack is Jill and Jill is Jack. And I love their dicks and twice. Oh, fuck them and fuck their rainbow. Right, you gotta be kidding me. That's the reason we're headed down the road we are, because people that believe that transgender bullshit are in power. You're right. If that makes me a hypocrite, right. then put me in there at the top. There you go. Dice calls a radio show with free speech and uh, things go haywire. Somehow, all of a sudden, <laughs> certain speech is not acceptable. And that free speech is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. You got to admit. I hadn't heard that uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had been banned. I, I don't understand. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I tell you. Oh, hey, Dice. Dice, nice job on that. Hey, you know, I got a bunch more. Thank you, Howard. Hickory dickory dock. I love sucking hot veiny trans 
cock out. <laughs> you got to call. Let's the... get those people back <laughs> on the phone. Dice, you yeah. got to call back. And uh, I mean, uh, I'll play those guys here. Hey, you, that's sick. You're mentally ill. Hey, listen, guys, who don't love a trans woman? You ain't got to wear a condom. Drop all the loads you want. She ain't getting pregnant. Come on. Hey, wait a minute here. I thought you were on our side. You're deranged. This is fucking America, and I suck chick dick here. And if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Wait a second here. I think I'm hearing something crazy. You pulled a fast one on me, you little rascal. <laughs> okay, okay, you fucking hayseed moron. Hey. Roses are red, violets are blue. I love when a hot chick with a dick shoots a go. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, you're ruining my show. You are godless. You is anti-Jesus. All right, yeah, okay. Rockabay baby on the treetop. I'll go down on you if you got a puss or a cock. Oh, wait a second here. I don't go for that. I love the women. I don't know. You're the cause of all the hurricanes and natural disasters, according to what I'm reading. Yeah, and the fire's out in California. Listen, Jack and Jill went up the hill. I like having my asshole filled. What the? <laughs> You're woke. And all the people in control are woke. I've had it with you. You're, you're gayer than a $3 bill, dice. Okay, okay. Get with the times, buddy. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet and I sucked the god. Oh, my. I got you figured out. I bet you go to doctors. I'll tell you that. And I bet you're for that gay marriage, which, by the way, it's proven makes volcanoes erupt. Yeah, and your asshole erupt, too, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Hey, listen. Quit being a pussy and blow a girl already. Get what with the, the times. Why don't you take your Hillary loving nonsense to New York City? And I bet, uh, I bet you believe in the vaccine. Yeah, I got an injection right in the head of my prick. And, and several more. Come on. I'm hanging up on I'd suck Fauci's guy. Oh, oh, you old, you real. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> In our second phony phone call of the day, because I did promise you too. Yes. Um, remember when Eric Andre was on last and I asked him, what would you do on your show? Are you willing to do this? Are you willing to do that? And I came up with some crazy. If you remember here, I'll, I'll refresh your memory. I did this. Oh, hold on. This fucking thing. All the guys who work on the show go, Eric's out of his fucking mind. Let's give him a question. What would you be willing to do as a prank? Okay. I want to see where you draw the line. Sure. We did make a list. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Would you dip your balls in fire ants? Oof. Depending on what it was for, yeah. I, you would I, do it. I would muster up the courage to do it. Would you stage an abortion on the streets of Texas? <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Why not? Oh my! Can I see that the next season on the Eric Andre show? Oh, It'd that's so hardcore, man. Yeah. Would you box Mike Tyson oh, for a stunt? No. No, no way. No, right. No way. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, I asked him a series of questions. We had a good time. Yeah. Well, the guys cut up that me asking Eric questions, 
and they called a party clown to see what he would do, and it it became quite sad because uh, the party clown was very <laughs> upset. Welcome to Entertainment, where we promise you a party that you'll never forget. To speak to Silly the Kid, our cowboy clown, please press one. Howdy, it's Silly the Kid, the cowboy clown. How can I help you today? Yeehaw! So, my dad's throwing a party, and we were wondering, could you do a clown-themed party that caters to adults? Oh, absolutely. We've done uh, all kinds of parties, weddings, bachelor parties, adult-themed parties. Well, that's great. Listen, can I put him on the phone with you? But just do me a favor. Just stay as uh, Silly the Kid. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. His name is Howard. Let me... Hello? Hi, it's Silly the Kid. Yeehaw! How are you doing, Howard? How long does the average session take you? Well, it's usually 90 minutes, but uh, if you want more, Silly can do more for sure. Yeehaw! Would you box Mike Tyson? <laughs> well, well, sure, Mike Tyson. I'd throw a pie in his face and stop him with my clown shoes. Yeehaw! Fucking A! <laughs> Would you eat regurgitated stovetop stuffing? <laughs> sure. In fact, I just had regurgitated stovetop stuffing last night. That's all my wife makes. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah. You sound excited, Howard. Would you drink a glass of horse cum? <laughs> what? What? Uh, wait a second, Howard. Are, are you for real here? Yeah. Would you take a taser to your penis? Uh, I just didn't know how to answer that. I mean, uh, where's where's this going? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't Would think... you stage an abortion on the streets of Texas? <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you fucking kidding me? We Bullshit. We provide safe, fun parties with clowns. You know what they do. Maybe you should call a fetish company or something. I fucking hate clowns. Yeah, well, I feel sorry for you. Would you get ass implants? Have a nice day. <laughs> Welcome to... Howdy! It's Silly the Kid, the cowboy clown. Yeehaw! Would you dip your balls in fire yeah. ants? You know what? Go fuck yourself. You really need help. <laughs> You're not kidding. I need help. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh my goodness. That was so funny because you'd give a suggestion and he almost couldn't keep up Silly the Clown. And then he just gave up completely. Yeah. Ooh, oh, hey, wait a minute here. <laughs> I like that guy. I like Silly the Clown. I do. That's I, yeah. a terrible name. Silly oh, the Kid. Silly the Kid. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> hey, I do want to mention something about this AI stuff. You know, the the actor strike is still going on because the, the big hang-up is AI, and I get it because uh, AI is already taking scamming to the next level. I mean, you got to really be hip to what's going on out there. I, uh, first of all, there's a ton of fake celebrity porn. J.D. was telling me he's seen a Kamala Harris, our vice president, in a porno where She's jerking some dude off with her feet, and he says it looks real. I mean, it's wow. like, whoa. Well, it does. Yeah, that's the thing about AI. They can really duplicate your voice. They can duplicate your look, hey, and J they can undress you. 
Hey, J.D., Yes. what was the phrase? You, you you were funny this morning. You're telling me about Kamala Harris' fake porn, and, and you go to me. Uh, she looked enthused whenever yeah, he, she he did goes, it. He goes, she looked enthused <laughs> <laughs> when she was jerking this guy off. She had a big Ooh. smile on her face. She was happy. And it looks real, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see it. Uh, I'd have to pull it up somewhere somehow. Although I don't know, I'm afraid. To <laughs> yeah, right. You're, you're breaking the law. <laughs> well, not, well, not they'll break, arrest you. Not just breaking the law, but like also yeah. all the pop-up ads that can pop up. You know, oh. but Ga- you know, Gary like almost put a. He, we were d- p- talking uh, online about this, and <clears throat> it was almost like a challenge. He goes, "Sooner it'll be Kam- Kamala Harris porn," and all I did was Google, and all of a sudden there was a foot it job porn. Up. Oh yeah, I don't think. Uh, by the way, JD jerked off twice to Kamala Harris, to jerking a guy off with her feet. But, oh, stop uh, it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I kind of, on the one hand, if I ever do like, if someone gets some porn of me, like fucking someone or my dick, I'm just going to say, Hey, that's not me. That's AI. <laughs> I'm well, going to blame it, it on AI. It, it is crazy. There's a website. I don't even know if I should say the name of the website, but oh. there, there is a website that there are a lot of deep fakes of, <laughs> just like any any female celebrity you can think of like who who's some good ones oh gosh um i'm trying to think of who wouldn't be nude oh god robin uh, uh, there might not be a robin one because she's not like an actress these are more like oh actresses. how dare you robin i'll you know take care I mean? of this jd take that back <laughs> have you seen fresh prince of bel air she's an actress <laughs> all right but not like a full-time actress like uh, did you ever see a movie called um private parts where robin almost won an academy award like the girl <laughs> from uh, Harry Potter. I don't know her name, but, yeah. you know, there's a fake sex scene of her, you know, fucking her. <laughs> Isn't she uh, hot, that chick from... Um... Sorry, yeah, you she's... remember her. I don't remember her name, but she... Uh, she grew up hot, right? She, she was yeah. cute. She's, she's alright. What's That's... her name again? I don't know. I know I'm her... I'm trying to think of it. It won't come to Her me. name's from Hermione in, in Harry Potter. Yeah. I can't think of her real I name. I think she grew up hot. And you mean she's in a fake porn? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, any like young celebrity, like they just want to put in. How do they do it though? Do they? Uh... Well, there's there. First of all, there's filters where you can literally put someone else's face on your face. Um, that's kind of what the Kamala Harris porn was. Or oh, Emma Watson is her name. Emma Watson. Yeah, there it is. Or uh, they'll straight up just like uh, put whole like a picture of their. Head. <laughs> Over a porn star's body, and that's, and that's I mean, it is upsetting, you know. First of all, are you a hundred percent sure it's not Kamala Harris uh, jerking I'm, a guy I'm off with her feet? Sh- I was Where sure. was she at the time that video was shot? <laughs> that's right. No, but I mean, it is upsetting. Like, you know, what if you saw your wife or somebody? You know, you know what sure, I mean? It'd be upsetting. Sure. Well, I told you, there's a number of incidences. There's some kind of an app where you could put one of your female classmates. Mm. Uh, you know, on the app, Oy. and it will remove her clothes. Like the AI removes the clothes, and it looks real. Oh, it's Dice again. Hey, Dice, what's up? <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm jerking off right now to Nancy Pelosi porn. She could suck a fucking golf ball through a garden hose. Wow, uh... she's reaching across the aisle to jerk off a bunch of gogs. <laughs> <laughs> you should see this old bag. She get air, she gets airtight with tree pricks in her. Wow. Oh, gee. Oh, my Nancy God. Pelosi? Unbelievable. <laughs> she gets my vote anytime. <laughs> I guarantee you there's Nancy Pelosi deep fake. Uh, oh, it's President Biden. How are you, sir? <laughs> now, look. 
Now, the status of AI is no laughing matter, man. Now, I've been monitoring the situation closely <laughs> in the situation room. We're watching Kamala foot porn ten times. <laughs> We're watching oh it right God. now, man. God forsake what she does with those feet, man. I haven't seen something like that in quite a while. But no joke. We got to watch out for AI, man. All right. Uh, here's President Biden jerking off to Kamala Harris right now. She does have talented feet. In the video. Um, hey, they're saying but they could... really that kid, uh, you know, put some girls. That's terrible. Seriously. Uh, you know, body on the Internet. And and then the school had to get involved. They had to take it down. AI is very dangerous. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah. Imagine like some kid. Some kids going to like kill themselves over. It. Oh, it's yeah. Fucked up. But, and um, even adults, you know, there if some woman has never done nudity or pornography and it's a big deal to her and all of a sudden everybody uh, thinks they're looking at her, it's it's crazy. Listen, if anybody out there is doing this stuff, um if you do me, just give me a big thick cock, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the same page JD has Kamala getting her ass eaten and covered in cum. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, listen, I don't believe it looks real. Let me see. Let me see if it looks real. The foot job one. If they can pull out the foot job one somehow, let me see. That looks real. Let me take a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Kamala Harris. Look doesn't look movie. anything like her. That's her face right there. Get out of here! <laughs> wow, I tell you what. That's a, a young girl. Those are great feet. <laughs> Well, that looks more like Kamala Harris. <laughs> That's Kamala Harris getting her asshole eaten. All right, enough of that. I, it's happy. upsetting. Very happy. It's fascinating but upsetting. Ooh. Celebrities are also getting... Oh, this is unbelievable. So here's the point I wanted to make. Fucked up. Man, that was just fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on? Oh, life used to be so simple. <laughs> you know, you used to see like somebody t scotch tape somebody's head onto somebody's body. Right, you fake. really could tell that it was a fake. Now I can't stop thinking about Kamala Harris's feet. <laughs> now listen to this though; this is so fucked up. Celebrities are also getting deep faked into ads that show up on the internet. This is one. I'll play you this. This is they took Gail King's voice and made a fake ad. It's not Gail King. Ladies, honestly, I didn't expect my weight loss to spark so many questions. My direct messages on Instagram are overflowing. Instead of replying to each one individually, I've decided to make a post about it. Follow the link right now and learn more about my secret. She's got to be suing these, these companies, right? I, I hope so. But, you know, that's been going on for a while where where the ad will say, uh, Dr. Somebody you know, it used to be yeah. Dr. Oz all the time. See the diet pill that Dr. Oz recommends. But you didn't have Dr. Oz on the thing. Now they can actually put Dr. Oz in it. So how fucked up this is. This is a robocall from Snoop Dogg offering services to help small businesses, which is an odd choice to deepfake Snoop Dogg. You don't think of him as, a, you know, helping small businesses, but they did. And I but, think, you know, Snoop Dogg does a lot of things yeah. you wouldn't expect. But one of the guys... <laughs> Told me that either Snoop or somebody else, some guy is suing the company because he he actually said, "Hey, I I got involved with this because of Snoop Dogg." And anyway, here's the deep fake. Now I got to hit you with some real talk. All you business owners who held it down during the pandemic, I got a gem for you. 
you know, times were wild. And if you had employees, you might be sitting on a refund that's rightfully yours. But check this out. I got a hookup for you. It's called ERCNroll.com, and they got the game on. Fucking crazy, right? I mean, that is a terrible Snoop Dogg. Yeah, but pulled in by that guy got suckered. I, I guess. Yes, uh, kids are deep faking their classmates into pornography. Uh, yeah, at a high school in Westfield, New Jersey, more than 30 female students are the alleged victims of photos being manipulated for AI-generated porn. Ay, 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 that's yeah, awful. Yeah, see, that's terrible. Oh, my God, that is just so bad. There's another scam. I can't scam. even imagine showing up at school the next day if... If, like, somebody had put a nude photo of me online. All I know is, this is fucked up. Gary told me about this. One of our staffers, someone who doesn't come on the air regularly, uh, her her mother was a victim of a scam that uses AI to impersonate your loved one's voice, and then they make kidnapping threats. Have you heard about this? Yeah. So what they do is they go on Facebook, these, you know, AI people. And they get some audio, then they and they see, oh, this person has an 18-year-old daughter or a 15-year-old daughter. They call up and say, we have your daughter. And in the background, they're playing the AI of her talking and screaming. Or they even put her on the phone and, and she yeah. then says, mom, I or need your help. Please come get me. Please help me. Yeah, my mother almost got scammed like this. Thank God she doesn't uh, give a shit. She, <laughs> How is this? We have Howard. Oh, that's terrible. Well, uh, what can I do? Listen, I, there's nothing I can do about it. You better give us some money. What do, I don't have any money. Howard pays for everything. <laughs> who, who is it? It's Howard's kidnappers. They're on, they're on the phone. Is Beth okay? Beth is okay, thank God. Oh, okay, good. Oh, hang up on them. <laughs> yeah gary i i know you're freaked out with the kamala harris uh porn yeah so i don't know how how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole but we were like trying to think of the stupidest thing we could think of do you want to see nancy pelosi giving a hand up to yeah. her with a giant dick dice was right <laughs> dice, oh, dice wasn't bullshitting i'm jerking off the oh my oh, oh my whoa. goodness that oh wow <laughs> you know what she looks hot <laughs> Oh, yeah. Look but at she this. also looks like Nancy Pelosi. I'll tell you something else, too. <laughs> that guy's dick better be fake also, because, man, I'm really coming up short. That's AI cock, right? I hope so. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Boy, you know, it gets you excited for Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Who, by the way, I think is a good-looking woman. I mean, she's, I, listen, for her age, she's, what, 81, 82? She's yeah. in pretty damn good shape. And, boy, could she rub a guy's cock. <laughs> that guy was coming hard. <laughs> Oh, that's all fucked up, man. You know, once you see that, you can't get it out of your head. <laughs> Holy cow. Anyway, so AI is taking scamming to the next level. So, uh, well, here, let me. Yeah, just imagine you're a lazy kidnapper. Now you don't even actually have to do the kidnapping <laughs> with AI. Hey, uh, King, what's up? Yeah, that's what I would, I would love to see. Like any celebrity or singer that you like giving somebody a, a foot job. Well, they got Kamala Harris. And she Kamala looks, Harris is there for you. I saw it. I just saw it. 
Yeah, but she don't. She doesn't physically do it for me. Like you know what I'm saying? You can watch like, it. She'll do it for you. Nancy Pelosi just did it for me. I was going to ask, how do you get? Can they send it to me? Please, because I would like to watch. No, we're not sending out that porn, man. We're against uh, AI, you know, fakes. Why? Oh, all right. But you watch porn? Yeah, but I don't watch fakes. I don't watch watch Kamala Harris giving a foot job. Yeah, but if you saw if you saw a good if if, if the AI dude, you're a father, you got daughters, you know how fucked up that would be if she went to school and when she was young and some kids put made a porno of that. I mean, kids are going to get this. Oh, yeah. This, is, gonna, this is a disaster. Yeah, but good. It, listen, if you use a microwave, something can happen. You know what I'm saying? You get the good with the bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? But. Well, I'll forgive AI know. if they come up with a quick cure for cancer. Then I'll be like, you could do, you can make well, all the see? porn you want. See? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Gene, right, thanks. There's a woman on the phone watching uh, Howard Stern AI porn right now. Really? Yes, ma- yes, ma'am. Hi, Howard. Yeah, I'm turning it on right now. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what do you think's happening? <laughs> All right, we get it. JD is looking up Oprah porn. Yeah, I'm sure that exists. Oh boy. Yeah. Poor Oprah. Poor all women. I mean, mm. you know, that any woman could be could have this happen to her. Yeah. I don't like it. You know, just imagine you go to school, you know how they used to do the the mom jokes when you were young, you know, guys would say, "Oh, your mom's so fat, blah blah blah." Now, just imagine they put your mom in a porn doing what they would say in those jokes. It would be a nightmare. I'll tell you, last night I got depressed. I'm getting old, I'll tell you. Um, might be I'll fun. tell you. No, I'll <laughs> tell you how old I'm getting. Ask me, how old are you? <laughs> how old are you? So last night, I came into the city by myself because we have this, you know, there's a serious event I got to speak at. I'm completely obsessed with it because I don't want to go. If, if anybody would... Re- if, if like management would walk in right now, Howard, we love you so much. You don't have to go to this thing. I would, I would kiss their feet. But they want <laughs> even me though to go. you even, you made the trip in. Yeah, they want me to go to this thing. So I came in last night, fucking sitting in the car, three and a half, four hours, uh, calling everyone I know. I mean, you know, I'm taking care of business, whatever I can do in the car to get stuff done. It was funny too because I was telling the guys. Uh, after the Barbara Streisand interview, I, I heard from four of my friends who are gay immediately brought me how great it was. And then the fifth person was Jimmy Kimmel. And I said, Jimmy, you must be gay because uh, I've only heard from gay men. He was laughing. He really enjoyed Barbara Streisand. So great. Yeah. We're talking and I said, Oh man, I got to go speak to, you know, serious XM. He goes, Oh, you know, he's the king of that shit. He, he can go. Right. Through. He's always at those Kimble, up fronts and all that stuff. He says, hey, I'll write you some jokes. Uh, tell me what you got to talk about. I said, listen, you don't have to write me any jokes. Eh? I'm not looking to joke. I'm not making any jokes. <laughs> you don't want to extend this in any way. <laughs> yeah. Kimble, Kimble. Just saying hello. Yeah. Well, Jimmy's great at that. Jimmy could sit down and write you 50 pages of jokes. Like, he's that good. But, but uh, Jimmy will be there that afternoon. Oh, yeah. You know, you can call Jimmy and say, hey, you know, we're doing a tribute. Get over here. <laughs> yeah, and he, he loves <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to go in. I got, so anyway, I get to my apartment so fucking late. And I said, you know, look, Beth's not here. I'm in the apartment alone. I don't like being alone. Maybe you make it more palatable. I'll jerk off before I go to bed. Oh. 
So what, right? Why not? I mean, I'm alone and uh, <laughs> you're I, alone in a you know nice place. Nice place, feeling sexy. <laughs> I haven't blown a load in like days. I don't know how long it's been since my last load. So something must be wrong. Really? So I'm watching lesbian porn. I went through five different scenarios. Sometimes you put on a porn, you can't even believe the people are in the porn. I mean, some people are just heavy set and like not and sloppy. How can they call this professional porn? Yeah, and then I just go to the next one, the next one, the next one. And and I always put in the word seduced. I like when there's a reluctant lesbian. Like okay. someone who's like, oh, I never was a lesbian before. I feel funny about it. That gets me going. I love when people are reluctant. I don't know what that says about me. I don't know what you it don't means. take this up with your your psychiatrist. No, I'm not telling him that. That's too embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him stuff. I, I tell him stuff that I feel, you know, I'm not going to go. Might hey, be able to work on. <laughs> I'm going to go. Hey, I need your help with something. You know, I'm disturbed by the porn I watch. Um, it seems I want reluctant to, like people who aren't lesbians and then their they, their stepmothers talk them into it. He's going to go. You're crazy. <laughs> He's going to lock me Get up. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out. I'm not talking to you. You're filthy. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I know they say bring up everything. I don't bring up half the shit that's in my head. And he still thinks I'm crazy. I, don't, I just don't. He already thinks you're crazy. And you yeah. haven't even admitted to this stuff. Yeah, like when I first went to a psychiatrist 20 years ago or 25, how many years it's been, I don't even know. I don't keep track of it. I remember I sat down and go, okay, I've, I've seen psychiatrists in movies. I should, you know. Telling my most intimate thoughts and things that bother me, you know, I, I, but I really had never done it before. And I remember I sat down the first session and uh, he goes, well, tell me something about yourself. And I go, oh, I have a small cock. <laughs> Just like that. You know, and he goes, what? You know, like, 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 I'm nuts. I went, I, I better limit my speech here. Oh my god! But what am I going to do? Go and say, you know, I never brought this up before because I was embarrassed. But um, it's important to me to know it's possible to talk a girl into lesbian sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you see, he's got a, he's got his eyes are going to pop out of his head with me. <laughs> I think I, I don't believe in telling all the truth. I to don't your know therapy. how you're ever going to really get the therapy you need unless you can truly be open. Like I'm obsessed that uh, you know I'm upset that when I pee sitting down, my balls get wet. But is that something uh -huh. you bring up to your psychiatrist? Well, I think that's kind of trivial. Yeah, I mean, but because it upsets you can me. Change that easily, and my penis not being big enough upsets me, and my. But that is a real issue for you. Well, it is, but I, I, I'm embarrassed. And also, I don't want to, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to tell my, like, uh, lesbians being seduced. You should want to know why your brain brings up certain things. No, I don't know. This I don't is want a to know. habit. No. It comes up all the time. It's not only lesbians. You want the actress to be seduced. You want the, you know, like those uh, modeling job things you used to watch. Like Everyone yeah. has like a seduction, reluctant atmosphere. So today I should tell him my pubic hair is longer than my penis? Is that what you're <laughs> you saying? Should, I'm not saying you should actually put it that way. But uh, what other way do you put that? Uh, Robin <laughs> says I shouldn't put it this way, but I'm just going to say it. My pubes are longer than my penis. You have a fixation on the size of your penis. Yeah. 
Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, it makes you do certain things, like keep the lights off. Oh, yes. Oh, and yes, not, Robin. Yeah, I'm, see, you have there's no cure actions for that. you take yeah. because of the feelings you have about the size of your penis. Well, so last, I'll tell you why I'm getting old. You know what? I like talking to you better than my psychiatrist. I feel more comfortable with telling you. <laughs> yeah, you tell me everything. Know, but you don't cure me. <laughs> you just sit there and laugh at me, and then I get nervous. <laughs> But I, I'm standing there because I stand up when I jerk off because I feel most comfortable because I can make a quick pull up of the pants in case someone walks in. Although, if, you know, yeah. you don't know. I even think when I'm alone, someone could walk in. You're like, maybe my wife will surprise me. Go, you know, I know you. Yeah, I surprised. Oh, my God. Look at you. <laughs> so I went through literally five maybe porns that uh, mm -hmm. were not like I was hard, but. I was rubbing that fucking piece of taffy between my legs and nothing. I didn't calm. It was like nothing was happening. Really? Yeah. You didn't find one subject, one piece of tape or film or video that did the job for you? No, I couldn't. And then the old days, well, you know, if I, in the old days, all I had to do is like just see the little introduction and I would come. <laughs> like just the two gals sitting there talking with their clothes on and I could come. But, uh, so you think that's a sign that you're getting old? Yeah, yeah. That that shit used to come right out of me. But uh, I went, you know what? I'm and, and I was so defeated. I go, oh, I'm just giving up. I don't want to rub this thing. <laughs> that too must hard. be the worst feeling in the world. Oh my god! I was like, <laughs> like this is crazy. I guess I'll just have to. Well, I have to wait for Beth. But I'm just saying, you know, like. Here you you always say you're embarrassed and mm. ashamed of even so, wanting to do this so and then doing it. Terrible. And then you immediately want to forget that you've done it after well, you come. Well, it's weird. But like, if you don't even come, you must really feel yeah, like I feel a, a very big sense of shame. I mean, and also yesterday was so beautiful. I, I had this beautiful discussion with Barbara yeah. Streisand. And then, like several hours later, I'm whacking off to uh, lesbian. Shame. You know, I want I want to be on a higher elevation in life. I think they took the ladder away for you elevating. <laughs> the ladder's gone. Michael from Florida, you're on the air. Hey Howard, how are you? Okay. It's AI Gary. What? It's A.I. Gary Howard. How oh, are you? Howard? A, that's funny. Like Gary the special adult or whatever we call him. Gary the Conqueror. Actually uh, a Conqueror. Is, he's, oh, he's, you're kidding. He's that's who you're talking to? Well, he's doing an impression, but he's oh. saying, and he, instead of A.I., he goes, I'm A.R. Gary. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Howard? Okay. Long it's a terrible uh, impression. Okay, A.I. Gary, what's up? All right, all kidding aside, well, AI is scaring the heck out of me, Howard. I mean, what happens when they start putting my video in security film right. and I had nothing to do with the crime? It's This goes way beyond porn. You bring up a good point. There's another danger. What if uh, somebody uh, frames you? Or I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, there must be some way to determine it's AI. In fact, I... Mm -hmm did see Maybe that now, Mark Zuckerberg is doing something about political ads and they have to say that they're political ads, you know, like mm -hmm. they have to identify something so you don't automatically think what you're seeing is news or something. What's that guy worth at this point with Facebook? What, what I mean, what is he worth? Billions? I don't know. I think he, oh yeah, billions for sure. 
What is that like? For sure. That's got to be great to have. Well, I was just talking to somebody the other day and I said, I think Jeff Bezos built a house that's as big as a city. Awesome. I would do that if I had that much money. <laughs> I would build a house as big as a city. <laughs> like there's so much going on in this house. You never have to leave it. You know why I would do that? Because I don't, I never want to leave my house. So if I could have a house the size of a city with no people in it, I would love it. Listen, I, I, he's he's make he's coming back to Miami. They're making a real big deal about Bezos back in Miami. I mean, I went to the high school he went to, and you would not believe the local media crawl on Bezos back in Miami. Well, what's Bezos doing? Is he is he building a place in Miami? Has he? Uh... He's leaving the Pacific Northwest. He's moving everything down here. His home, his his new yeah, wife. Yeah, I just read that too. I bet it's uh, that girlfriend. That's a girlfriend, not his wife. I don't think. But uh, no, they're not oh. married yet. But uh, he parades around with her. Man, she's got those big titties. I saw her somewhere. I once saw her, Jeff. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, like like briefly walking by, and I was like, whoa, titties, big jugs, titties. Uh, he's but that's what he said. It. I think his family, his parents or something have moved to Florida and she's, I guess, mm. stationed in Florida or the, her family's in Florida. And so he's moving there for those reasons. He got himself pretty jacked. I mean, he's um, pretty muscular. Well, that's what you do when you're a middle-aged uh, billionaire. Why and not? you say, I'm not going to run my company anymore. You get jacked. <laughs> I remember when billionaires would just get fat because they're like, you know what? I got all this money and there's so much good food around. <laughs> You know, but now, <laughs> now they get they jacked. Get fit. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him, man. I tell you, I think that guy deserves Mark Zuckerberg is worth one hundred thirteen billion dollars. God. And he's not top of the line. Elon Musk is number one. There's wow. a guy who owns Hermes who's number one or two. He and Elon switch off all the time. And then Bezos, I think, is number three. According to Bloomberg, Mark Zuckerberg is worth $116 billion. And Jeff, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, sorry, Rob. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is $166 billion. Good Lord. Yeah, but Elon Musk holds the number one spot right now. Even with what he did to Twitter? Yep. Wow. Hmm. Why not? All right, Michael. Thanks. Hey, guys, I'm a huge fan. You both bright, you all brighten my life. And I can't thank you enough. Ah, nice. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. It's Michael from Florida. Says uh, A.R. Gary. A.R. <laughs> A.R. Gary. I was like, what? What is going on? Hey, this is A.R. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. I think. Uh, hey, so this is unbelievable. First, I'm going to tell you about gathering of the juggalos. What time is it? I have to walk again. I'm supposed to take five minute walks every half hour. Oh, is that now you're walking? You're really doing that? You know, I should. And so should you. I was, you know, I do. I at one time I was doing it the rest of the day after we got off the air. Mm. But I, yeah, I always get interrupted when I'm doing things, when I start a routine. Because I told you about the time I stopped in a parking lot because my, my it was time for my walk and I walked around the parking lot. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's the problem. <laughs> I, wore, I walked around during the last break and to, a, a minute in I stopped because all the guys were staring at me. It was dumb. That's what I said. If you're walking around your desk, it looks yeah. stupid. Jeremy from Texas. What's up? Hey, uh, I've heard you talking about your 
you know, kind of pulling on the taffy there. And I was wondering if you had ever considered using like a flashlight or anything just to help you along with that. Long time listener. I love you guys. I'm going to let you talk about that. Thanks for the opportunity. I'll tell you what, Jeremy. I, uh, years ago, I, I, uh, fucked one of those rubber things and it would hurt my penis. I didn't like it. It uh, didn't help. It didn't feel like a vagina to me. Uh, I believe we had even the uh, Jenna Jameson at the time flashlight. It didn't help. Uh, Did you use lube? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it it cold? I remember the the, the lube was, uh, I don't remember. I tried the rubber device. We we, we did it on air, remember? And I I didn't like it that much. I remember you did the doll and you did the flashlight. Yeah, I think uh, the doll blew me. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It, it didn't, it, my, my penis got irritated from it. Uh, I, I don't think they perfected that. Um, there was one device we had up at the studio years ago where you stuck your penis in and then you turned on a motor. And oh, I got it. That a, thing looks scared. And I freaked out because I almost blew my load while I was on the air. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, it was like a suction machine or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's, it was a suction machine. Yeah. And, uh, that thing, that thing worked. But, uh, <laughs> No, I I just use my hand. I'm not I'm not getting started with all devices. I, I think that would just upset me too much. You use it, Jeremy? Yeah, I have. Uh, so I I don't know what the technology was like back then, or even like a year ago. But there's just some stuff that they seem to warm up, and you know, there's lube that now warms up. So maybe mm. that was uh, the issue then. But maybe you ought to give it a shot, Howard. No, let me look at now. It. Just imagine your wife walks in. Oh Jesus, I'm, I'm attached <laughs> to a, a, a. You know what those things look like? They look like a tennis ball can, <laughs> and your dicks in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Beth would leave me. I'm. How do you clean that thing? Do you put it in your dishwasher? Oh God. Uh, I think you're. Well, I, I shouldn't say. I think the way I do it is I just use a uh, so normal like soap like dishwashing soap or dawn soap or, and stuff but it's not like the tube that you're thinking of anymore it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a latex nice. and it's not so much a canister but it's a latex and it's a little bit more malleable to both your penis and your hand and everything else so it's not you're not using a, a, a aluminum can on you it's just it's a it's a latex now do you have a wife or a girlfriend or are you in pretty bad shape no i have a wife but oh, you, you know, do sometimes she does you want to do stuff, and sometimes she doesn't. So, but you don't let your wife. Don't t- you didn't that. tell your wife you got one of those, did you? No, no, because you know it's like, hey, honey, you know your pussy's pretty uh-huh. good, but I just found this rubber can that uh, <laughs> seems to be a lot more satisfying. <laughs> got a piece of plastic over here that's doing a job on. Yeah, you. it's kind of a yeah, it's shaped like a can, and I come in it and I wash it out with some soap. <laughs> I, I use the dishwashing yeah. Uh, detergent. Yeah, you know, you just you're a hassle, honestly. You're just a bit much, and the can doesn't talk back and gives me my pleasure. <laughs> Anytime I want the can, it's ready. Yeah, the can doesn't say I'm tired. (laughs) All right, Jeremy. Later. Thanks. Yeah. But I imagine all kinds of things. I don't know what these things look like, but, you know, he's saying it's not a can anymore. It's bigger. And if you had some apparatus that you were... Robin. I, uh, having sex with i can uh, if beth saw that she could probably never look at you the same again. we had a bunch of these uh 
<laughs> things when we, you know, at the radio station, people used to yeah. send all the devices. I took one. Right, home. we had women's body parts lying all over. All the I know place. is, like, I take one of these home. I'm like trying to jerk off into a can, and then I'm like, in order to clean, they have cleaning solution and special towels. And I went, you know what? This is a fucking. Nowicki told me he bought a flashlight in high school. Oh, he, yeah? He said it was so involved to clean that he just took it and threw it in the woods. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what, you know, you can't throw it in the regular garbage. Because That's right. Gave... You can't have your mom find that. Hey, uh, son, I went to throw out the garbage and I noticed there was a flashlight. <laughs> what happened? You just chucked it in the woods? It was so disgusting. So a buddy of mine had one and then his mom found it and threw it out. And he's like, I got a deal. They're, they sell three flashlights. We can all get them for 15 bucks each. So we went in on this deal. And I got the the mini made one where it looks like an ass. It, it's, it's so stupid looking. Yeah. But yeah, you use it, and then you're sitting there with this big stupid thing with lube. And <laughs> yeah. Jizz. Cleaning. And Cleaning. I'm trying to I try to clean it in the sink, and there's jizz everywhere. I'm like, this is going in the fucking uh, woods. <laughs> I threw it as hard as I could. Yeah. Fuck that. You need something. Dig the tissues. You get flush them right down the toilet. It's all over. <laughs> anyway, hey, hey, good to see you, Steve. Seeing people in person is very different. I would imagine so. I saw them all crowded around you earlier today. Yeah. Hey, so uh, the gathering of the juggalos. You know what? Let me take a break. I'm going to do a couple of minutes of walking. And then I'll tell you about the gathering of the juggalos. I'll read you all the fan feedback from yesterday. And if I have time, I'm going to tell you something else. But I don't want to tell you what it is yet because it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's so elaborate. Maybe I should do that next. We got some good stuff here. All right. It's up. I'm up for crazy. You're up for crazy? <laughs> crazy. <laughs> hey, uh, Will in New York, you're on the air. Welcome. What's up? Yeah, the guy's not here today. That's right. Tomorrow, or you can go out together. Hey, Will. I'm 59. Right down here, about two miles on the left, in front of the mm. KFC. All right, we'll be right cool. there. <laughs> Guy giving us directions. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Will, you're on the air in New York. I guess he's busy with he's a customer. Busy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've had that before, where people call us and then they get busy with a customer. Will, one last chance. You there? Hey, man. I'm sorry. Hold on. Cool. Hold on. Yeah, I got a customer. Yeah, hey, t- so take your time, man. I got this rubber um, pussy cutter, and I, what I do is I get some lube, I microwave it. Wait, wait, Back what? Back in the day without that, I just get plastic bags, and I wrap around a couple of uh, towels, and I go to town with my pillows and have a good time. And, uh, right now, I'm single, so I don't want to get a disease. But if you well, well, that, are you talking to me? Are you talking to your customer? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Will? So what? Who are you talking to? Are you talking to me? Um, or you... I, had, I had a customer in front of me, so I had to walk out to the back in the shop. I'm in the shop, and I had to excuse myself. So, oh, what uh, are you saying? I, I, I'm missing. You know, never works out when I go to the phones for some reason. <laughs> I hear other shows, and it always works out for them when they go They're to the phone. They're not taking customers or walking to the back of the shop. When I was a kid, I listened to talk radio pretty much exclusively. No one ever said, "Hey, hold on, dude, I, I'm with a customer." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Times have changed. I get I'm shit sorry, on by man. everybody, even my fans. But anyway, well, what were you saying? I mean, we've waited this long. It must be important. So I get, I went to Romantic Depot and I bought a rubber pussy. Uh, you can get it um, based on your favorite porn star, which I don't really have one. I just walked in there and grabbed that and grabbed some lube. 
I microwave it for about three seconds, and I put in some corn and I have a good time. But back in the day, I used to just get uh, plastic bags from the grocery store, and I would just jerk off in there with some towels and put some lotion, and I had a good time. How do you want to get a disease? So well, that's the way I do it. Well, I got to say, there's a lot to untangle here. I'm glad I waited for you, actually. <laughs> You're saying you had devised a way to jerk off into a plastic bag with some lube, and then you and then you went out and bought a rubber pussy. That is correct. That's it. But you take the rubber pussy and put it in the microwave to warm it up. That is correct. For about three, four seconds. Yes, sir. See, I got to tell you, uh, you know, listen, I'm as horny as the next guy. But if I got to go, if once he got to start. You got to go to the microwave. Once I'm in the microwave, <laughs> I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm done. You know, thank you, Will. Thank you for the for the call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got to tell you, you know, years ago, <laughs> we used to have a, a thing called the real doll here. And we were talking to some guy. And uh, he had a real doll. I said, you know, geez, I, I, and I did. I tried to have sex with one of the real dolls, remember, on the air. And I wasn't so successful. I told you, I, I don't love it. But uh, they were telling me you, you could take the real doll if you really want a great experience. Now, this real doll is the size of a woman and weighs about 150, 175 pounds because it's heavy. It's dense rubber. They said, so if you can, get it in a, a, a warm bathtub and heat it up. The real doll, and then and then put it in your bed. I said, "Wait a second, going to drag a hundred seventy-five pound piece of plastic into a bathtub, warm it up." <laughs> and I said, "Listen, I'm out of this." Then you got to dry it off and put it in your bed. It's going to cool down. <laughs> uh, I'll be right with you, honey. She's cooling down. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Once it gets into that area, I'm out. You know what I mean? There's only so much perversion I'm willing to go into. I don't he know. Was, he was very ingenious, though, with the plastic bags. You know, go, go, <laughs> go to the, his mom's pantry. and. <laughs> Aren't you glad you're baggies. not a man? <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, <sighs> yeah, I took care of business. I got a plastic bag and filled it up with some gel. And uh, what happened to just jerking off? I tell you, it feels fine to me. Why couldn't he use his hand? He's going to the plastic bag. I'll never forget as a kid, this kid I knew had developed a fake vagina out of a pillow. He cut a hole in a uh -huh. pillow, put cotton around it to simulate pubic hair, and he would fuck it. And he was pretty vocal about it. I remember I was like 13. This kid told me about it. And then some of the other boys told me that we're friends. So they go over there and fuck the pillow, too. And I was oh, like, you dear. guys were all sharing the same pillow? Ooh. They were looking at me like I was the fucking weird one. They go, you want to fuck the pillow? I go, no, I don't. I'm, I, yeah, I mean, if you have a flashlight or whatever they call these fake <laughs> devices, do you want to give it to your friend? Or do you want to just, like a toothbrush, use it for yourself? I do have that clip of Richard answering a Craigslist ad for a used rubber vagina. <laughs> I always thought that was pretty good. I'll play that now. But then I got to play you something else that's pretty fucking crazy. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. I'm calling about your ad for the used rubber asshole and vagina for sale. Um, were you the one that used it? Yeah, I only used it once, but I disinfected it. I cleaned it out and everything like that. How was it when you used it? I mean, it felt like the real, real deal. Nice. Did you use the vagina part or the bunghole part? Um, I used both. And and how tight was it? It was it was pretty tight. 
but the butthole was even tighter. Oh, hell yeah. Would you mind if I came over and took it for a quick test drive? I mean, unless you have, like, another... I mean, I, I, I can't. I just can't. Okay. I couldn't rent it for a weekend for a cheaper price or something, or... You're an idiot. Huh? Hello? You're the idiot. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay. Well, I want to know why he only used it once and why he's selling it, if it's so good. Exactly, Rob. You should have been born a man. (laughs) No one fools you. So this is fucking crazy. I don't even understand this. Maybe you will. So, uh, you know, Blit, he's the master prankster around here. Yes. So... Blit did this thing to Ronnie where uh, it's such an elaborate prank. Hey, Ron, I got to bring Ronnie on for this. Blit loves to mess with people. So he put together this whole deal on Ronnie to convince him that Mike Perlman was in a plane accident and has amnesia. He's a sick bastard, dude. Jeez, that's sick. Yeah, you're you know, right. Ron. And and so, yeah, they did convince Ronnie that, that Mike Perlman had amnesia. But I went, guys, well, what do you want Ronnie to do? He probably felt bad for the dude. Yeah. <clears throat> but it it's kind of funny in a weird way because they went. Yeah, it, well, I, I, I don't think it's funny now. Right. Because uh, I found out what he did. Right. Uh, after I hung up with him that day. I realized that there's, there's something got to be wacky because it's, it's blit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I Google, I went on Google and I Googled plane crashes on Long Island. <laughs> and there's all kinds of plane crashes. Right. Nothing, nothing listed for Perlman. You know, any kind of plane crash. Listen to this. We got, let me play them the tape, Ronnie, because this is so fucking right. crazy. And then we'll get these guys in here after. So Blitz messing with Ronnie. I don't know how he comes up with this shit, but uh, they even have a picture of Mike Perlman next to the wrecked plane. You Can you see that? There's yeah. Mike Perlman next to the fucking little plane. And then here's Mike Perlman in the hospital with bandages wrapped up around his head. Uh, <laughs> here, I'll show it to you. There he is next to the plane. Oh, that is hysterical. And there's Perlman in the hospital bed with big bandages wrapped around his head if you can see that can you see it yeah 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 Yeah, look at that (laughs) (laughs) so anyway blit tells ronnie that mike perlman was taking flying lessons a couple of days later then blit calls ronnie and tells him that mike perlman had been in a plane crash blit tells uh blit says mike's okay aside from the fact that he's got amnesia he doesn't remember anything so here, I'll play a tape. This is Blit breaking the news to Ronnie about this horrible thing that happened to Mike Perlman. Hello? Yeah, what's up? So it's like not shtick. You know, I told you Perlman was taking pilot's lessons. Yeah. He he crashed his plane. Uh, okay. He's fine. He just basically has amnesia, which is the fucked up thing. This better yeah. not be any shtick, dude. Let me tell you. It's not. See, that's, see the problem with you? I can never fucking believe you, man. Yeah, I know, but this is real. Where did this happen? It happened in Long Island. I, I mean, there's a crazy picture also. Send me the picture. Okay. Did you get the picture? I sent it over. One of the first respondents took it. Was he flying by himself? He was flying with his pilot. The pilot's fine also. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. But he has amnesia. That's fucked. 
fucked up. Well, I've spoken to him. JD spoke to him on Zoom, and the doctor saying it helps jog his memory, interacting with people who he who he knows. Where is he now? He's at home now. Really? You sent him home like that? The doctor thought it'd be best for him to be at home given the amnesia. Really? Will you talk to him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Ronnie goes, this can't be real. The only guy he trusts is JD. So, he, Ronnie calls JD. Uh-huh. JD's here. Blit gets a hold of JD and says, you better not fuck up my bit. <laughs> now JD's caught in the middle of his fucking bit because JD fucking loves Ronnie. Dick. But yeah, JD, J- JD's now got a lie. And he knows Ronnie's pissed at him now, right? Ronnie must be fucking fuming at you, JD. That call you just heard, that was in my office. He had just came to me and said, okay, I need you to uh, pretend that Perlman is, has been in a plane crash, blah, blah, blah. Ronnie calls him right there. And fucking, I, Blit, I told Blit, Blit, don't get me involved. I don't want to deal with this. Please, just, I don't want to be involved with this. Oh. Fucking Blit. And you heard in the call, he goes, JD's talked to him on Zoom. I fucking knew Ronnie would call me. And uh, yeah, and that's what happened. You must have been going nuts when Ronnie was asking you for the truth. Yes. Yeah, he, he fucking, he fucking lied. I he did. lied to you. I did. I felt. L- listen to this. Here's Ronnie and JD now. Blit, I can never believe anything this fucking guy tells me. I, apparently there was some plane accident. Uh, I guess he's flying or something. And yeah, I saw the picture and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, he wanted me to get on Zoom with some doctors and shit. Yeah, 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 the doctor was on. No, is this is that true or is, is some phony doctor? Dude, I don't know. I just know Blit wanted to be on the Zoom with this doctor and Perlman and per- he's fucking with me again as always. I'm gonna fucking kill him. I swear to God. <laughs> Perlman seemed out of it. He had a bandage on his head and it looked all right. I mean, in the picture, he looks like he's out of it for sure. You know, yeah, at the plane crash site. I mean, yeah. you saw the picture. Right? Yeah, I saw the picture. Because he wants me to get on Zoom with this fucking doctor tomorrow. I, I zoomed with him uh, yesterday. Yeah, because he did say that you talked to him. So I want to see if that was even true. Oh yeah, sounds good. All, All right, man. Good luck. I'll talk to you. All, All right. right, bye. Bye. I can't. No, keep it recording. Keep it recording. Keep it recording. I can't. You're in. I hate you so much right you're now. You're in right now. I do not like that you made me know, have me do that. You're I can't. Uh, you're in. He's going to fucking hate me. He's not going to hate you. He's going to hate me. You're John. in. Oh, he's going to hate you. You hate JD now. JD, right? have yeah. you ever heard of yeah. not being available on the phone? <laughs> I, <laughs> Robin. Well, I. I, I uh, I, there's no, I, I, it's I, a tough call because you love Blit and you love Ronnie, but, no, well, but you lied to it, Ronnie. It's, it's beyond it's beyond Blit because right. Blit had talked about this with other people. Other people were involved. I did not want to be. I, I, I mean, like, I'm not even sure I understand the joke because I mean, Ronnie. Of course, joke? Yeah. What's funny? About I mean, I know it. Ronnie's, but but it is funny when Ronnie does talk to Mike and Mike has amnesia. Well, I was hoping, I was hoping that Ronnie during the talk with Perlman, he would but like Ronnie. JD's your guy. If he tells you it's legit, then you know it's legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I listen. As soon as JD told me, he spoke to him and he said, you know, he seems like, you know, he's out of it and all this. So yeah. I believed him. Right. You know what I'm saying? He I, why wouldn't you? Still, yeah. But I still had, I still had this thing in the back of my head because even when I got on the, on the, well, when you get to the Zoom thing. All right. Here, I, oh, here's on. Mike Perlman and Ronnie talking. I just want to say, I felt like a hostage talking 
to like someone trying to make things normal. And because Blit was like recording me standing there, looking me in the eye. Blit, you put uh, JD in a real hot spot. There, there was no gun to his head. He could have said no. <laughs> he could have easily walked away. Okay. He was happy doing it. He loved it. Ronnie loved it. All right. So Ronnie gets yeah, Ronnie on. Ronnie loved it. Yeah, Ronnie loved it. <laughs> Ronnie gets on the the thing to Zoom with Mike Perlman because the doctor's telling Ronnie maybe he could, you know, jar Mike Perlman's memory back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, dude, this doctor went through this whole scenario with me for like 15 minutes. You know, don't, don't be, kidding? don't be, don't be like, uh, don't, you know, bring up bad stuff and aggravate him. Who's the guy who played the doctor? One of our producers. Oh, okay. Not, no acting wow. lessons. We, we also had uh, people from the video team covering different angles and I had them change their names on Zoom to different doctors. Boy, names. this is some elaborate thing. Oh, anyway, so here's Ronnie. It took days to put together a few days yeah. yeah here's ronnie talking to mike perlman who now has amnesia from a plane crash what's up i don't know fucking have it dude so what are, you, what are you up to man nothing just fucking relaxing yeah everybody needs to relax once in a while so uh now it's good to see you when when did we talk you were just at my you were just at my wedding you were just out here in vegas with me vegas i've never been to vegas at my wedding who are you it's Ronnie. I don't know no Ronnie. Your your old nemesis, man. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a tricky situation you're in. You'll be you know. I don't know you. It'll probably take some time. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know. You'll be back to work with us. It's all good, man. What do you mean work? Where do I work? Uh, you work at the radio station with us, Sirius, the Howard Stern show. Howard Stern. Sirius XM satellite radio. I don't remember working there. We worked together for a long time, man. What did what did what did you do there? What were you like a DJ? No, no, no. I work with the show and do security for Howard. Now I just work on Zoom with him. What do you mean? What's Zoom? Uh, Zoom is like I'm on video with you right now. It's on my computer. You're in New York and I'm out here in Las, in Las Vegas. But what's Zoom? That Zoom is what we work on uh, at the show. And you work on Zoom from home sometimes and uh, you work at, at the studio. I got no recollection of that. My fucking head is killing me, dude. Well, you look good. But I still want my bagel back, no matter what. What bagel? When you come out of this mess, you're going to give me my bagel back. And you're going to tell me how you took it. What are you talking about? What's all this bagel talk? Yeah, you'll know. You'll know. Oh, man, I'm looking at you, bro, but I don't even recognize you. How could you, how could you not recognize this face? Well, like what? We were friends prior to this? Yeah. Yeah, we were friends. COVID. Do you remember COVID? Yeah, like I remember people wearing masks and stuff. Exactly. I'm getting tired, man. I'm going to take a nap. Sir, you'll be fine. I know it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot of strain on you. We'll talk again. Promise we'll talk again. Promise. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Nice to meet you, man. All right. Hang in there. All right. We'll go to sleep now. All right. You're strong. Remember that. <laughs> Ronnie's got such a good bed. Hey, first of all, what's with uh, Daniel Day Perlman over there? <laughs> yeah. What an actor. I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst acting I've ever you could, you could feel the head injury when he was talking. <laughs> listen, listen they, they cut this down. There's, there's so much more, man. Really? I mean, forget oh, yeah. it. I mean, you know what I feel it, bad for, Ronnie? Like, you know. Who knows how much time you have left on the planet? You know what I mean? And like, like, yeah. like you just spent like probably an hour of your life talking to Mike Perlman about his... of like all these fake doctors <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and all this stuff. And worrying about so, him. Yeah. So he, here's the best part. Go so ahead. After the call, 
Now I'm 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 still this doctor dude, and then I'm I'm asking him about all the I see all these other doctors' names on the screen, and I go, who are these fucking doctors? You know? Oh, he goes, that's part of my team. You know, they're they're monitoring what's going on because, but I'm the head guy handling the case. And I said, well, so what's what's his name? Is and he gives me the guy's name. I go, so now I get my uh, tech person, Stephanie. And I says, uh, but look how much time you're wasting on this. Yeah, dude, yeah. this was a whole afternoon of this shit. Was it worth it, though? Oh, yes. It was? Uh, uh, listen, also, if Ronnie ever encounters someone who has amnesia in real life, now he knows what to do. So I think it was a beneficial thing asshole. for you. Yeah, <laughs> beneficial. Yeah. So, so here's the best part. So now, hey, you want I me to play the tape of you talking to the doctor? I haven't heard this. This is you talking yeah, to the doctor. Yeah, go ahead, right. man. Mr. Munn, th thank you so much for taking the time. Morning. Do you have any questions that, that I can help answer? I mean, I, yeah, like I'm a little nervous about how to handle this. I mean, talking to him. If you could give me some like pointers on that. I mean, this stuff is inexact and it's embarrassing. Right. You want to be able to say, hey, take this pill and you're going to be okay. Right. Right. Whatever familiarities we can kind of spark with him can help just sort of the brain to start reconnecting. Oh, my God. Poor Ronnie. <laughs> this is the worst doctor. <laughs> like a baby. These doctors yeah. are terrible. <laughs> you don't like the doctor? I thought he was pretty good, actually. I liked him. So, yeah. yeah, this doctor doesn't know anything about medicine, I'm sure. <laughs> We're in the writer's so meeting, and I'm thinking, who could play the doctor? And I look over at the producer. I'm like, he's perfect. He's <laughs> yeah. perfect. No audition necessary. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, yeah. Perlman, though, I mean... JD though, oh, and you lied to Ronnie. I know. Right? Oh, I know. I, I, wow. I should have said no. Listen. Oh, fuck you. It's Even up. Split you know what? No, she should have said, said no. Should have walked okay. away. All right. Next time, I will do that. Fine. Don't, I, don't let me. There will be no next time. Because right. there'll be no have next no time. Credibility with Ronnie. Ronnie, right. who are you we mad know. at? Are you mad with anyone, or why well, are you feeling? Well, here it is. Here's the deal. Blit, blit. Like even I told the fake doctor, I said, which he didn't play that part. I go. You know, it, this guy, I don't know whether to believe, you know, what he's saying. And now I don't know whether to believe you that you're a real fucking doctor and all this kind of shit. No. And then he starts telling me, oh, I went to Cornell and all this kind of bullshit. Yeah. I'm a doctor at Cornell. So afterwards, I get Stephanie. I go, look up this doctor. Google this fucking guy. <laughs> we get, we, she Googles him and there's a real doctor by that oh. name at Cornell. Oh, my God. So now I'm starting to, you That's know, really funny. believe. I'm right. starting to believe all this bullshit. And so then she starts. I didn't even know she did this. She starts going on looking for plane crashes. Wow. She finds the plane crashed in 2021 <laughs> in the woods of Maryland. Oh, and God. she finds she found the plane that's in that picture. <laughs> yeah, but they rebuilt it and it crashed again on Long Island yeah, in 20. Yeah, with, with Perlman flying it. Yeah, yeah. With Perlman flying yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, where's the pilot? Poor Perlman's out there in the woods alone. <laughs> anyway, I got a tape here. Ronnie and Blit have final chat. Let me hear this. I mean, I saw a picture. I mean, just the fact of crashing in the woods and trees and stuff. He's amazing. He's alive.
He doesn't know pe who people are. He doesn't know the people he works with. Right, but it's coming back to him, though. You know. How's he going to go to work? Yeah, I know he's coming to work on Monday. That's what the doctor said he should do. Really? Yeah, he's walking. Yeah, but he he doesn't even know what to do. How does he, how <laughs> well, the doctor said that's what you have to do <laughs> to to get Holy the memory shit. back is to do to work and do things. Yeah, but how is he going to get? Does he know how to get to work? Yeah, yeah, no, he knows how to use Google Maps. So like he knows how to drive. Well, well he shouldn't be fucking driving. Dude. <laughs> he knows knows how to drive. Yeah, but he shouldn't be driving. I mean, the doctor said it's fine for him to drive. What? Not a plane, but driving a car is fine. There's no way he should be driving a car. He's coming to work Monday. He's not coming to work Monday. I swear he is. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because your reactions are funny. <laughs> Why is it funny? <laughs> it's funny because he, he, the doctor said he. It's so you're going to tell me you're going to tell me when this is this is bullshit. Now you're going to tell no, me when this is bullshit. bullshit. Huh? He's coming to work on Monday. All right. I mean, how nice of Ronnie to oh, you know spend time with Mike on Zoom. It's incredible. And, I mean, incredible. Uh, He's a well, great Samaritan. What I learned from Flynn and you're is a that fucking that asshole. If you get involved with him, he will waste a lot yeah. of your time. Yeah. Oh, but you know, I also I gave Ronnie a great experience. He's going to look back at this and laugh. It was like going to the Great Escape without leaving the comfort of your own home. It was really a <laughs> created an experience. Created an experience for him. That's what they say people want now. Experience. Yes, all about, and this is free. You what happens for it? Well, how does this all come about? You're sitting around one day and you thought, man, wouldn't it be great if Ronnie thought that um, Mike got in a plane crash and had so that, ronnie yeah. and i speak once a week and ronnie brought up the pilot who downed the plane who was on mushrooms mm -hmm. so he's talking about that he's complaining about air travel and stuff and i'm like you know perlman started taking pilot's lessons would you fly with him he's like fuck that anyways the next day i see perlman i'm like i want to let me take a picture of you i'm going to put you <laughs> photoshop you in front of the plane <laughs> then i take it to the writer's meeting <laughs> everyone <laughs> loves it and i get uh -huh. the green light to call ronnie about the plane crash but you are you shot. are even shocked that ronnie fell for this one right? incredible we were like kind of treading lightly we tried to keep it real you know some mm -hmm. jokes here and there but this was a masterpiece i love i it was so cathartic this is one of your greatest accomplishments one of the best you, yeah you say this is the culmination of your oh career. my it well. makes me want to do better though so <laughs> I'm really excited about that. No. Yeah, yeah, well, leave me, leave me out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I'll, it. Never, I'll never believe a fucking thing you ever say again, dude. Do ever. you think it's possible <laughs> that you could scam Ronnie again? Maybe in a year. Right. A year. I have to think of something really You'll good. You'll have to build up some trust. Yeah, I have to rebuild the trust again. again. Yeah. 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 There's no trust. There's no trust. That's the problem. He's saying he thinks uh, he can get you again. Dude, he, he's on, he was such, a, he's been on such thin ice with shit for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, it, it sounds, you know, logical that he could be taking pilot, you know. <laughs> the day after. Flying lessons, because yeah. I know people that took, uh, taking flying lessons, actually. Listen, and, I agree. Know. It's logical. Things like that could happen in real life. And in yeah. a year from now, something crazy is going to happen and it's going to be amazing. Well, it, it did happen like years ago when I lived in Whitestone, uh, there's, there was a pilot school at this old airport in Flushing, Flushing Airport, and they used to give flying lessons there. And there's fucking people go up in a plane, and it's a Sunday morning, and all of a sudden, this plane is in the, in the roof of the fucking house behind mine. And people are hanging at it. They're all dead. They're all dead. <laughs> While Ronnie and I were talking... I 
I, I was like, he's going to get better. He's going to get better. Ron is like, how do you know he's going to get better? I'm like, my cousin had amnesia. He got hit in the ha- head with the bat and he got better. He's like, well, he got better. <laughs> so I believe that too. You know, it was only a few months ago that we pranked Ronnie with a fake welfare check. Right. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that one, that one would sound, was really legit because even when we called the number back, yeah. it was the number <laughs> of the place. <laughs> Vegas, you know, so that one I believe, but this, right. this I I was very skeptical about. Oh, I love that's it. why I, we went into we went into like googling shit and see. I'd be annoyed, out. Ronnie. Like the guy's wasting yeah. my time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what? I, I'm so used to it with him because you never know when he's telling the truth. That's he's like. I even told the fake doctor. I go. I don't know whether to believe this guy. He's like the boy <laughs> to, to cry to wolf to a Cornell you know, you doctor. He's sharing with the Cornell doctor. You never know what to fucking believe from this guy. And then he, of course, now the doctor becomes the you know. Oh no, this is you know this is very serious, and I'm I'm the head of the team, and you know, and then then I start asking about the names on the screen, and yeah, yeah was, that's my team. It was like right. a soap opera. Fucking, it felt like a soap yeah. opera. Well, listen. I love Perlman. Perlman oh. was great. Incredible. Oh, he's dude, like, dude, at dude. first, he's like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, who oh, are you? you? Where is Perlman? <laughs> Let him take a bow. It's just, this is his oh, version of the Academy Awards. Oh, there he is. We- I got I to tell you, I felt so bad doing this. I mean, as funny as it was, it, yeah. it was like, you know, when I was talking to him on Zoom, I had to minimize the screen of his face. Right. I didn't want to uh-huh. look him in the face because I couldn't. I was going to start laughing immediately. But, Did you, you know, uh, and when you talk to him on Zoom, you had to have your head bandage. Yeah, right? I put a head bandage on. Right. You know, I uh, you know I got in bed. I kind of channeled. You know what I did? How I kind of channeled how I felt when I got shot. I remember uh-huh. laying in a bed and kind of Method. feeling really out of it, and like you know, I'm no actor or anything, but I I just remember like, you know, it's, it was like strenuous to talk at that point. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah you... I I asked him. I asked him about that. I said, "Do you remember getting shot?" And he goes. Did you shoot me? (laughs) (laughs) Mike, this might be your greatest role yet. And the other one was... Uh, Ronnie says, well, you know, we get to, we work on Zoom. What Zoom? Yeah. <laughs> I just had to be out of it. I felt bad for Ronnie sitting oh. there and explaining oh. to you what Zoom is. Did you feel bad for oh, Ronnie? I felt horrible. Yeah, he yeah. was so nice. I, you know, I, 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 he's never been, I've never seen him this nice. Like, he was, <laughs> yeah. like, I had to get into a plane crash for him to be nice to me. But he was like, you know, uh, anytime you want to talk, he's like, I'll talk to yeah. him every day if he wants to talk. He goes, don't worry, buddy. You're strong. You got to get through this. Ronnie's a good guy. He yeah. is. He yeah. really is. Yeah. Thank you, he thought he thought that Perlman had forgotten he was strong. He said, "Remember, you're strong." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're muscular. Well, boys, uh, I don't even fully understand this, but my God, what an elaborate prank! And, uh, Ronnie, uh, it was elaborate. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ronnie's sorry, a good Ronnie. sport. Thank you, Ronnie. I love you. I really do. Does anybody, yeah, Mike? You, yeah. want, you want to say sorry to Ronnie? I'm sorry, Ronnie. You know, I get pulled into these. Pr- I'm taking it like a man. I mean, I, I'm I've got involved in it, but you know how Blit is. It's like these elite. You know, he sucks you in, and all of a sudden, oh, forget you, Donnie. Rasco after that. You're, you're in full, full fucking force. Uh, Blit, uh, do you want to say you're sorry to Ronnie? I, listen, I, I, no, I, I don't think, I, I can't apologize because I loved it. I love you. You give me such joy. So I, I love doing it and I think you truly loved it and you have a big smile on your face right now. And, JD, you were yeah, involved. Lo- Are you afraid to talk to Ronnie off the air now because of what you uh, did to I'll Ronnie? Talk to, I'll talk to him off the air, but uh, no, I feel, I feel bad. I feel terrible and right. I would, you know. He, have he, you apologized? I have not. I, well, first of all, I've been waiting. I keep texting Blit every day. Can I, t- can I talk to Ronnie yet? No, 
not yet. Not yet. Can so. I say something? I would, wouldn't do something like this to someone I didn't truly love. I just oh. wouldn't. I really <laughs> yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, thank you. I love you so much, Ronnie. You bring me All such right. Well, there it is, joy. the elaborate John Blit amnesia prank on Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie, again, the victim of Blit. Uh, Blit says in a year or so he'll be able to pull something off on Ronnie again, but uh, I don't know what's going on here. You think you'll be able to get JD to go in with you again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have plans. There are lots of plans with me and JD. Oh, yeah. there are. Yeah. Oh, so many yeah. plans. What are you planning for JD? <laughs> I mean, I, I, should we get into it now? No, should we don't there be more surprises? Uh, I mean, oh. we're going on an art crawl in a, in a month in, in Chelsea. <laughs> all the galleries. I'm taking him to all the galleries. And it's going to be like private parties, like inv invite only. Will things. you introduce JD to the art community as a famous painter? Or how you handle uh, as that? A, as an art enthusiast who is looking to purchase art and discuss oh, art. Wow. Wow. At a deep level. Right. It's going to be great. So the great thing there will be, there will be people there really trying to sell expensive paintings, yeah. not realizing mm -hmm. that JD's a schlub. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Mm. It's going to be great. Okay. I love looking at art with you. you I like on. looking at art too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And can't afford them. Probably yeah. most of it. All right. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank, all right, you. thank you. Thank you all. Thank you very Great much. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. There it is, Ronnie, the victim of a an elaborate uh, prank to the point that I don't even understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, really. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. That's Ron, newly married Ronnie. I love how he said I, I called my tech person, Stephanie. Right. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> to try to figure out if this was real. You want to hear my update on the Juggalo thing, or do you want to go to, uh, I'm running out of time because I got to go to the big serious yeah, event. Yeah. Uh, I'm exhausted. Oh, I should tell you this. Uh, next Tuesday, I'm excited. Sammy's coming in. Sammy Hagar. He contacted oh. me. He's got a whole, I can't talk too much about it. I'll let Sammy explain, but Ooh. coming in, he's, he's going to do some music. I love that guy. I, well, every time he comes in, it's better than And he's next. always done, you know, great uh, stuff on the show. You know, he always comes to perform. I love that about him. Next Wednesday, really excited for recent Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, person. Uh, Dolly, Par Dolly Parton Remember? will be here. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton will be here. We'll talk about her fucking career, which is what, what, what? pretty mind-blowing, too. Well, that's another one I never thought would sit on this couch. And I'm I'm going to clean that couch uh, before <laughs> she comes in so she doesn't have to put up with it. But, yeah, I'm really excited about Dolly Parton. Amazing. I blowing my mind up. Yeah. I mean, geez. And she's going to sit down for an in-depth interview. She's another one. Not only with the music, but producing movies and starring in movies and donating to get the covid vaccine developed yeah. this woman is doing everything and i'll be sure to i know you'll want me to play this for uh dolly you doing her famous song i will always love you i'm glad you're getting this out of your system now Tarzan or <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited about it. Big fan of Dolly's. Dolly Parton, man. Really 
alleged. And she's put out a rock and roll album. Is that what's going on? That's there? what's going on. That's what's All going right. on. And who's Mr. Rock and Roll right here? Uh, I'm looking. Yeah. At Mr. Rock and Roll. Even uh, even I look like a rock and roller. I have the look. <laughs> I just can't play anything. Yeah, you're like a guy who wears all the regalia but doesn't do the thing. Yeah, I walk around town. People go, hey, I think that's a rock star. <laughs> He's got the hair and the, the look, the boots. You should have seen me and my wife picking out the, my outfit for this appearance I have to make oh, today. Yeah? Yeah, she. I I got dressed. I thought I'd done a good job, and she goes, "Don't wear those boots." <laughs> I go, "These boots are cool." She goes, "They're so worn out in the front; they look ridiculous." I said, "You you don't know cool. <laughs> this is these are my rock and roll boots." She goes, "Honey, let me take a picture of you in these boots, and you'll see what I mean. You can't walk out anywhere in those boots." I go, okay, take a picture. Up. Holy shit, did I look like a douchebag in these boots. <laughs> I was like, oh whoa, you're goodness. right. These Ish. are horrible. She goes, let me find some shoes for you. Did you throw those boots away? No, I'm really attached oh. to those boots. Oh. I think maybe they'll look better with jeans. You know, I had on black pants, I, maybe with blue jeans. Oh. I'm not 100% convinced I can't wear those anywhere. Because <laughs> I'm such a kook. I bought two pair of them. I thought they looked so good. And you, and both of them were wrecked? Yeah, both of them looked like shit on me, evidently. You know, I don't understand how I get duped. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. I, oh, man. So exhausting. But anyway, I got to go. You see this outfit I'm wearing? It's pretty nice. I'm wearing yeah. that. And then Tony, my uh, hairdresser, came in. And uh, dialed me up this morning, and she's going to give me some touch-ups before I appear on stage. Okay. Which is very important, my look. You know, I don't want to disappoint well, people. how often do people see you live and in person? You can't disappoint? Yeah, I just hope I don't get COVID. I don't really want to be sick. But I'm not wearing masks. Everybody is like, you know, you're There's such a pussy. There's no point at which you would wear a mask. That's stupid. But I don't know what to do. I wear a mask. People tell me I'm a fucking kook. I don't wear a mask. Who people cares what people say? I do. I'm telling you. I care. Well, uh, you know I care. They're, gonna, they're going to get over it. I walked in the elevator today. One of the elevator guys was wearing a mask. I go, hey, you're wearing a mask, huh? He goes, damn right. I go, oh, yeah? I should be wearing a mask. He goes, yeah. I go, That's you, right, and and he's not worried about the other people. No, this guy will kick your ass if you say something to him. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean, you're on the air. Hmm. Eric, you're on the air. Hmm. Hello, Howard. Hi. Hey, now. What can I do for you, Eric? Howard, can you hear me? Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm driving through the country right now, and uh, the the, uh, the phone service is a little bit shady, so I apologize for that. Hello, Robin. Okay, Eric. Well, I'm I almost was... at my wit's end here with the callers. All right. Well, I was I was wanting to talk to you about your uh, your step family porn uh, kind of fetish. Um, I have the same thing. We have that in common, um, but I do know why I have it because I actually lived that. Um, so I was kind of wondering why, why, I don't know. I don't know. 
And I'm not bringing he it up. He won't to talk to his psychiatrist. Yeah, I don't know why I like it, but I like when step siblings have sex and uh, and it's a secret. I like it. I like it. I don't know. Don't ask me that question. What am I a fucking shrink? I I I I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> Get out of here! I mean, for Christ's sake, what kind of fucking question is that? I don't know. Yes, Sean, go ahead. This is uh, hello. Yeah, hey, Sean. Hey, Howard. Uh, so I recently went to a musical festival uh, in Asbury Park. Uh, I wore an adult diaper there. Um, I'm 36 years old, but I have uh, bladder problems like you. But I had to stand in the same place for like seven, eight hours, two mm. days in a row. Uh, my buddies are busting my balls. I have my own podcast. I talked about it. My whole family knows about it. And I'm trying to act like it's not a big deal. Because to me, it, it really wasn't. I mean, I paid good money for the tickets. Got to see my favorite bands, and I had to stand in the same space. It is a big deal. Like eight hours. It's a big deal to wear an adult diaper. I've never worn one. Why did he tell anybody? Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that, that's why I call on you. I wanted your opinion on it. Um, listen, I got a good spot. I was in, the, you know, I was right near the stage. Otherwise, I would have had to walk all the way to like the porta pies with a million people. No, I understand I why you wore it. Robin says, "Why did you tell everyone you were wearing a diaper?" Well, I mean, I, I had the podcast. Um, and I thought it was good material for the show because you talked oh. about your life in the show. You, you well, yeah, your, well, that's your, fine know. then. But uh, okay, listen, I'll tell you the truth. As good an idea as it is to go to one of these music festivals and wear a diaper, I don't know if I could really just stand there and pee and trust that diaper to hold my pee in. You know what I mean? It's kinda... Did he use it? Here's the thing. I, I probably used it like three times between both days and... It was very, if I, it was a desperation. Like if I really had to pee, but honestly, like I just, I wouldn't be able to see the stage. Like there was, there was probably. Well, I understand. People. I mean, Did I you have that pee. dopey look on your face when you pee? Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, there was, there was people around me just because like, between the sets, you're like standing there waiting around. You're like waiting for between an hour before the people go on. And it's just very stressful. Everyone's crowded. There's people fighting, yelling at each other over stepping up blankets. It's a lot of BS that goes on. And I don't want to get in a situation where I'm like, you know, I'm like pushing people out of the way to get back, you know, get back to my spot. Because they won't let me get, they don't let you get back to your spot. How absorbent so. was it? Were you like, was your dick it all was, wet? And, uh, or did you feel any no, wetness? Surprisingly, it, it worked very well. Um, it, it was fine. Like the only awkward thing was when I went to Walmart to buy it. Like I had to ask the guy in the store, like the worker, I was like, <laughs> hey, I need to go to like aisle like K7. And he's like, what are you looking for? I was like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just, I need to find this aisle. Then we got there. He's like, all right, what do you need? I was like, I'm good now. So, you know, there was an awkward moment in the store when I bought it. Um, my friend, my, my best friend knew I was going to be wearing it when I went there. And they were supporting me. They're like, listen, we know, you know. Did it you know, smell? You a lot. You, honestly, no, it didn't. It uh, really didn't. It what really, brand did you buy? Let's give them a plug. It seemed to work. I got the box right here. Uh, depends. Depends. Nice. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of? Uh, Tiny Tim. He used to wear it. But he didn't. See, Tiny Tim. Wore adult diapers every day, but he used them as underwear. In other words, he didn't pee in them. That's right. He didn't go he was number so, one in them. He was so germ-phobic that Tiny Tim would buy adult diapers and use them as underwear because he just wanted clean. He didn't even trust a, a washing machine to really clean the germs out of his underwear. No, and he had his favorite kind, and he would he would uh, talk about them and say, I don't want an endorsement. I just, yeah. I love your product. Yeah, I don't want to say anything, but he might have been weird. <laughs> anyway um but you now, know the idea of going three times in a row that uh i you know i i have to imagine 
by the third time, you were wet. Like, at, at first, I, you know, cause the music was playing, I, I had my vape with me, I was, I was having a good time at the concert, so when I peed, it was just like, alright, do I do I feel like, I'm, is my dick stuck in like a puddle of like piss right now? But then like after like a couple of minutes, like I just, it's like it never happened, I was like, alright, I guess I'm good. I was enjoying the music, you know, I don't know, but I got, I, I went to a recent family function, like people listen to my podcast, they're like, hey, you know, what the hell's going on with that diaper and stuff? And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, listen, like, I, I really like the, it was the Foo Fighters and the Killers, you know, two of my favorite bands. Good show. Like, this is, this is like once a, once in a lifetime experience. I saw Stamos play with the Beach Boys that day. Um, you know, it was, it was just a great experience, but now I'm like, now you got me double thinking next year. I'm like, I thought Howard would be okay with this. Because he's, well, Richard, you know, you, Richard was, like, Richard was the king of wearing the diapers to yeah. the concerts because he didn't want to miss stuff, but Richard would drink so much beer, his diapers would start to leak. <laughs> So, you know, I, here's the weird thing. If you're wearing a diaper, which I've never done, but like you pee once and you go, Hey, this is great. Like, Hey, I don't feel any leakage. I don't, there's no smell. Everything's cool. I wonder if I could get away with a second pish. So then, you know, you stand and you go, what the fuck? And you pee again. And you're like, Oh shit, this is awesome. Right. <laughs> but you don't know how much pee that diaper is right. going to take and you don't know how tight it's on. Well, then all of a sudden you're going to push the limit. I'm going to pee again in this diaper. And then the fucking flood, you know, what, how many peas could you get Richard out of a a diaper? Oh, well, I would go overboard, like you said, and I'd go like 10 times. And then by then, (laughs) oh, it would be dripping out of my pants. And it was just such a mess. It defeated the purpose. Yeah. Did you ever get rashed up from, uh, I did. You you had diaper rash. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, I'd have to baby powder myself after the concert. (laughs) (laughs) Could you? Like, I guess if you had just like peed three times or four times, it would have held, right? It's me- those diapers are basically made for a little bit of leakage, I think, mm-hmm. and not for, you know, 15 beers worth of piss. <laughs> and yeah, well, it dude, was bad. What would you do? Like, would you like, like, you think if you would pee three times, it would have held and you would have been fine? Once or twice, and that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and I used to make that dopey face you were talking about. My oh. buddies, my buddies would go with me, and they'd be waiting to if they could guess when I was pissing. You can tell they were always right. They're like, "Are you pissing now?" And because and, I'd get real silent, and I'd kind of choke up while because I couldn't move. Well, I, while I remember I was when my even my kids were little, or like my my nieces were little. They you could tell when they were either shitting their pants or or pissing in their pants with the diaper. Yeah, because everyone gets a. And, and guess what? You changed them right away. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But Richard wears it for like 15 pisses. <laughs> well, He's got piss running down his leg. Well, like with this, like with this guy, I'd go to these all day music festivals too. So it'd be an all day thing. And it would event, like, I remember one time it got so bad. It got so weighted down. It fell, it broke and then fell down my <laughs> pant leg. And my, it looked like I had a big, like a big lump in my right <laughs> leg. And oh, I, that's my tumor. <laughs> <laughs> like. And I had to shake my leg and, and shake the pissy diaper out of my pants. <laughs> Time for a Yikes. Richard. Time for a Richard is gross song, I think. What do you think, Robin? Can you handle absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. All right. <laughs> Richard so gross. Roadkill is natural. Richard so gross. Sometimes I'll masturbate and just pull my underwear up after I'm done. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, you were talking about the sex toy thing, too. I used to uh, make love to the middle of paper towel rolls. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Brawny was the perfect size. I had to go through <laughs> different brands of paper towels until I found the size that fit me good. Why didn't you tell people with the time you were on an airplane and you had to piss and you, but you didn't wear a diaper, so you just pissed right in your chair? Well, because there was a snowstorm and we were delayed for a long time on the runway. Right. And I couldn't, they won't let you get up. It's like, a, you know, against the law to get up when you're on the tarmac. Really? And I literally just no, had. It's not. I couldn't. Well, did you, did you say to the, to the attendant, hey, I must get up. I'm, I have to urinate. I was scared to say anything. I didn't. And you just sat there and peed right in you. And, and do people notice? No, nobody noticed. I had to sit in it all the way to Florida from <laughs> New York to Florida. Yeah, but, you know, when they're cleaning that plane, Richard, <laughs> I know. I'm sure the attendant is sitting there saying, I wish this idiot had asked to go to the bathroom. You got balls, man. I, I, I have man. I, I thought they were going to look up who sat in that seat and like ban me from the airline. Yeah, but dude, don't you think it would have been better to just say to the airline attendant listen i'm gonna urinate i i, I gotta ha i gotta go you know at the time i just i it was so bad and i and the the flight attendants were seated so i would have had to get up to ask them and i i did ring the bell but they wouldn't come like so i was oh, like oh awesome. i didn't really have a choice all right dude get out of here i'm gonna throw up wait me. well howard speaking of gross we had like a and you probably want to get out of here, so if you don't want to do it, uh, we were going to maybe play xylophone with our dicks. You want to do that? We could. So, well, it's funny. That I say this because I feel bad for Sal because he's been wearing... <laughs> He's had a thing taped on his dick all morning <laughs> waiting for this. Well, what do you mean? Um... What, what, what do you gotta do? Like, you guys are gonna take out your penises and try and play. Can you really do some yeah. musical thing? Oh, with yeah, it? we, we want to hear a song. Yeah, I mean, we I, practice. I, I don't want my time wasted. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to play the xylophone with your penis? Sure. For real? Yeah. And what did you tape to your dick? Well, for me, like Sal's got all that extra skin, so he's got more room to put something on his. He like has a, a metal like bolt on his dick that he hits the xylophone with. What are you gonna do? And I just put the xylophone, the like handle, the I don't know what you call mallet. I put the mallet under my dick. I have a little mallet that I. You have a tape kinda, there. I don't even tape it. I just kind of hold it there. So. All right. If you guys want to do it, I'll take a phone call. Run in here real quick. Okay. I got to get out. I wanted to play the Juggalo thing because you guys were talking about music events. But Oh, oh here we go. Here's Gary. Here's Sam. Uh, you guys go set up and uh, let me talk to Sam from okay. Arizona. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robin. Um, good morning. Boy, I better wrap this up before. Yeah, we got to get to these guys with your dicks. Sal, take off your pants and get ready. <laughs> Yeah, he's looking all <laughs> professional in a suit. Yeah, he's wearing a jacket and tie. <laughs> now his pants are off. <laughs> what a weirdo. Oh my God. Yeah. What, what did you want to say, Sam? Hey, good morning. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much um, for that interview yesterday with Barbara because... Um, <laughs> it's hard to believe that. Yeah. Just yesterday but I was yesterday. talking to Barbara Streisand. Now, now Sal's pants are down with his dick taped up. No. No, that's what's just so wonderful about this show because I was choked up so much this morning wanting to talk to you, but now I'm thinking about what's going on in the other room. <laughs> and I'm trying to yeah, keep my uh, shit if together. You can see what we're looking at. Yeah, but, but go ahead. Because like, uh, yeah, I love so, talking to Barbara. It was great. Oh, uh, she was my idol growing up. I mean, I'm in my early 50s and I just grew up with all of her movies. But the night before, I just had received one of the most horrendous emails from my mother who I have one of the most wretched relationships with. 
and it's sort of like describing. <laughs> oh shit! I, you <laughs> you got to call back it's another hard. time. It's These hard. fucking morons are. Pay attention <laughs> to you. Uh, these guys, there's two, there's two xylophones and two like two naked guys. It's just fucking ridiculous in here. I hope I hope I don't get COVID from this. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. I, I know what you're saying. I felt the uh, I felt the same way. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, th- no, thank you. It really, if, it really. If, if I didn't have to go to this serious XM event, I could, you know, I could, I could talk you could to stretch. you for a while. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. could stretch. I would, I would, I would love that. Right. I would love Thanks, that. Thanks, Sam. It, it meant so much. Thank you, Howard. Bye. The fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> and now they got a music stand like these yes. guys are going to be playing oh, notes. Howard, so, so Sal's got his pants down. So yeah. originally, I was. I was Sal, did your dick get bigger? It looks kind of big. It looks today. pretty. I think it's the tape. Yeah, you should walk around like that all the time. <laughs> I know. My dick has never looked so good. All so, right, guys, what are you going to play for us? Tell us about this. So I've got this, uh, t- you know, kids' toy xylophone here. So I was told that Sal was going to tape a mallet. To his, the end of his cock, but instead, there's a screw on the bottom that you know, like a, a nut. It's mm. a bolt. There's a bolt on his. <laughs> no, right, not attached to the penis. Okay. Sal, what are you going to play? I'm going to play "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." All right, With, you know, <laughs> never mind this psychic bullshit. This stuff is what this, this is your money maker. This is where it goes. All right, here's Sal on xylophone. He's playing with his penis. Here we go. Better. Go ahead, Robin. I dedicate this to you, my love. <laughs> wow. Whoa, pretty good. Very nice. Ta-da! Stop. I'm Limparachi. <laughs> Richard, what are you going to play with your penis? So, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm, you're hey, Richard, gonna, you're your gonna penis is way smaller than Sal's. Well, mine grows, though. Remember, Ronnie couldn't fit me in his ass when they made a dildo <laughs> right. of my penis. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. I'm a grower, not a shower. What are you going to play? Here, try to guess Wait a it. second, Richard. Sal, do you have sheet music? Yes, I do. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah so we took this seriously. Crazy. Howard, you should see, he's going through his list of songs now to see what he's going to oh, play next. We had his many, next tune. We had a lot of meetings and rehearsals for this. Go Howard. ahead. I'm anxious for you, Richard. Okay, here you go. Oh, you suck. Wait, see, he's here. a drummer. That's sad. What is he playing? He told us he's... Yeah, let's do name that tune, Sal. Don't tell us what you're going to play. Okay. With Richard. Richard, start from the beginning again. Okay, here you go. Go. Oh, that shark song. Yeah. Hey. Baby shark. Shark, 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 shark. Baby shark, 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 Baby shark, 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 That's pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Okay, here we go, Howard. Fucking thing is all beat red now. Name this tune. All right, go ahead, Sal. Jingle bells. You got it. Nice. Oh, hold on. Can I, can I just show you something? Howard, you're good at this. You're good with your con. Hold, hold on. Can I just show you something, Howard? You're right. shitty so, at fucking with that thing, but you're a pretty good xylophone player. So show, Howard, show Howard, like, pick your cock up and show it to Howard. Like, the head of it's coming out of the tape. Look at that. It's like... It's, <laughs> it's, it's dribbling out of the tape. Yeah. He put a lot of thought into it. All right, I give sure me one did. more name that too. Uh, Richard, Richard you, you, go. Go. you go. Okay, hold on. You gotta look at my sheet music. Yeah, we're looking... Three blind mice. Yes. Yep. There you go. Go ahead. Right, go. Don't act like you just guessed a concerto. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here comes Elton Schlong. There we go, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, 
Marietta Lewin. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Robin's so jealous I, I when I when no, I win. I wouldn't even. I'm letting you win because well, this is ridiculous. These songs aren't even. You're just a hard pipe. to tell. Come on, Robin. You, <laughs> you get around Schlong and you do. I wanted some chopsticks. Hey, dude. You guys should come with me to the Sirius XM event. Oh, we'll do oh, it for the investors. Oh, that would okay. be great. Let's do it. You guys come on stage and go, hey, just this morning, I'll show you the freedom of Sirius. These two assholes play the uh, xylophone with their cocks. <laughs> well, wait a minute. You're, you feel like you you don't have enough to say, so you thought you'd brought you'd yeah. bring some entertainment. Yeah, you know, there's nothing musical happening here. Let's... Uh, <laughs> I think this is like an invest, like investors and advertisers and stuff. So, they'll love Sal and Richard. Oh, we'll be like your house band, Howard. I don't even <laughs> yeah. think I need to check with Jennifer Witz. I think she'll just want you guys there. We should get our own channel. You know what's weird? Like I go like to these events and I have to act like. None of this goes on. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, you know, <laughs> but Howard, you're the president of a university. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Howard Stern, like, like, I should be I should be uh, hiding under a rock. somewhere. <laughs> you shouldn't let me talk to anyone. But Howard, there were two guys. Right. Remember Puppetry of the Penis? There were two yeah. guys that pulled their dicks out. Th that show was on Broadway for like four years. Well, hey, That's the right. president of the Ukraine. All right. Why don't you two idiots get out of here? OK, now. thank you. You don't All want right, to do well. any more songs. All right. Give me one more. OK, here we go. Jaka. Very good, no. Robin. Robin, Robin got it. Oh, they, there's See, my girl. I, I, I can do it if I want to. Oh, you know what? I'm taking my cock out. I want to try something right now. Okay. I'm going to play Flight of the Bumblebee. Oh, that's a Ooh. good one. Here I go. I'll show you how it's done. Well, you have a Give nice a penis, second. Howard. Give me Your penis looks great. Oh, yeah, I only say on the air. Balls, small too. Penis. Look. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you, boys. you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're using your balls, too. Oh, yes. Uh, and my what? foot. Well, my hand, like, too. It was like an orchestra. Yeah. Uh -huh. You were like the guy with his dick split in half. All right, Sal, one more. <laughs> okay, here we go. You got it, Howard. In the rain and wash the spider out. And out came the sun and dried it all the rain. Then the itsy bitsy spider went up the spout again. Very good song. I love we have sheet music for this bullshit. I know. All right, boys. Sal, go home and ask your wife for sex. She says she'll say keep the tape on. I'll just I'll just blow him, Howard. There you go. Good boy. Marianne Garvey. Oh, Marianne. Hi, my Marianne. What's on your mind? Hi, um, I uh, am on my way to the event, but I don't know what it is either. I'm yeah, I'm, I mean, wow. I, don't get your hopes up. I'm just going to walk out, say hello, and then leave. Oh, well, I don't know what it is. There's a secret entrance. I got a secret email. Oh. Everybody gets locked out after 10. Sorry. Yeah, well, I'm just going. Wow, so, a lockout even. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, so and then I'm going to just I'm walk out. And, now. I'm, I'm telling so, you. Don't get your uh, don't get your hopes up. I'm probably not going to be allowed to bring Sal and Richard with me, unfortunately. So, uh, well, you can show was, uh... up, and maybe they'll lock you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go be. I'm going to. Well, Marianne's a press person, so she's probably in, yeah. you know. And then, like, I'll walk yeah, out I'm and pretend CNN like now. I didn't just have Sal and Richard naked and playing with their cops. <laughs> right. right. So, wait, Howard, they didn't even tell us you were going to be there. So that I only figured it out from listening on the air what you were going to. 
I mean, honestly, I don't want to be there. I don't think I belong there, but, you know, oh, it's six minutes to ten. I got to go. I'll All see right. you later. I have to go, too. I'll see you there. All right. Say hello. <laughs> Bye, Marianne. Marianne, go. Bye, Robin. Nice woman. Yeah, I was going to play you the uh, former intern. I was going to play the Juggalo thing, but we ran out of time. And I was going to read your fan feedback about Barbara and other things. Well, I wanted to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you know what? Then I would miss the event and I think all hell would break out. (laughs) I supposed to end already. All right. um, Next Tuesday, Sammy Hagar, my man. Yes. Next Wednesday, Dolly Parton. the, the, The icon will be talking to us. So it's going to be awesome. Um, thanks, everybody. I have to go do something I don't want to do. I happy. leave you now. <laughs> so I have to leave you now. Instead of entertaining you, I just have to yeah. go entertain others. <laughs> Bye.